Yo. You know what it is? What up? Taser Tuesday's over in the East. It's now one up Wednesday. Here in the West, we're always still got basketball going on. You got beat writers for the Lakers on Twitter saying, Dear Commissioner Stern, can we make this a best of five series, please? <laughs> we going deep into the night with Tony B. You think another show was better? Don't go there with me. So like Carlos, buenos noches, homie. Buenos noches, Miss Robin. And buenos noches, Tony. What up? Tim Cates, I ain't forget you, dude. Nah. And I'm sure my city you've probably driven through. Tim K-Figs on the ones and twos. Man, I love this dude. Miss Robin going shopping. You know she love the shoes. And for some other news, ask Aris Aliverdian. In this hood, the Armenians are all scared of him. On the radio, Fox Sports is my first target. And Aris has grown a beard ever since this verse started. You've heard a lot of rap music, but I'm the first artist. To give the people some lines that weren't garbage Can't forget Magdaleno on the music, he's tough Shout out to PM Money and Jose What up? This show will have you dying laughing, bro Baseball, basketball, yup We got hockey action, yo Ain't another sports radio show better, that's for sure The text of the night contest, that's how I got my Madden, yo So when you're at work listening in your cubicle saying I love this damn show, cause it's beautiful, man 877-99 on Fox You can tell this damn show is beautiful, man Ms. Robin, you have time for one last update? I think I do Let's go to Miss Robin. No, Fruit Loops doesn't have a toy inside, yeah, so she does. said. Unless Tiger puts the toy in the box, <laughs> and then she says, a Tiger! Oh, what's in the box? Is Man, there, just Fruit Loops, baby. There's, there's a hole at the bottom of the Fruit Loops, and yeah, he says, yeah, here, exactly. go, go yeah. find the tree. Yeah, thank you, Miss Robin. You've known that game, don't you? Goodness gracious! I think I might have played that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> yes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Fresh, reinvigorated, re-excited, and all those other re-things. Repurposed, reconstituted. <laughs> yeah, what, what else Relaxed. is there? Re- relaxed, re... Rehydrated. <laughs> Just re... <laughs> Refurnished, repurposed. All of the re-things that you're doing... We're not uh, recycled, though. Not recycled. No, no. No, it's always fresh. Only the fresh cuts on the show. But I got to play a September song, Robin, because as you know, for those of you who are just waking up from the end of the summer, it's already September 3rd. It's Tuesday. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. He'll be taking you through my little spiel here. Tommy is a Scorpio. He likes biking, and he's never been laid. That what? would be AJ in San Antonio. Oh, he did, that's song. his walk-up song? That's his walk-up song. Wow. I know. You have to kind of pause and listen to that one. That one's not that you can just sort of talk over. I'm trying to find my favorite September songs now, because it is September. We're underway. Thank you. It's Tony Bruno Live. Miss Robin is here. I'm here. Our friends Jackie and Johnny are still here. We just did a whirlwind seven-day. We could have cruised to nowhere. We just cruised everywhere, pretty much. We did. Well, there, uh, everywhere we went, we have been before, but it's always fun seeing it through somebody else's eyes who's never been. Exactly. So it's, it's a, it was a, uh, we, were, we were the tour guides. I should start a tour guide business. You know, because they have all these tour guide services all over the place. 
But who knows how to pick people around New York City, Washington, D.C., and Philadelphia, three of the greatest cities in America, and give you all the spots that you're not going to get from some normal tour bus guide thing. Oh, hell no. Hell no. I don't have a, uh, I have a, a sunroof in the car that goes all the way open. So you get the full sky view, so to speak. Correct. But the one thing you don't get on those other tours is the quality that we give you here. Well, there's always, the show is always on. But I got to play this song. I got to start the show playing one of my favorite songs as the summer comes to an end. You remember this song? Um, the most wonderful summer. You know what's really sad? This is Robin Ward, Robin. I think I have heard this song, but I'm not really that familiar it's with it. It's an oldie from back in the day, but I remember back in the day when I was a young punk. This is the song that the radio stations would always play after Labor Day weekend, when everybody went back to school, and then they thought about making out on the beach, at the picnic grove, uh-huh. at the amusement park, at the swimming pool, the swimming hole, wherever you went all summer. The Jersey Shore here on the East Coast. Right. I was just going to say that you and Florida. I didn't get a tan, but you did. You have a little bit of a glow from... Uh, it's a glow. Yeah, I don't. It's glow. I don't have a glow. Damn it. It's just that natural African blood in me. Seriously, it is. Like, you just have to be out in the sun for five minutes and boom. You have a nice sheen going. Not Charlie Sheen. Well, I haven't shaved. I look like a beach bum. By the way, uh, Rebel Man 9311 says, oh, my God, is she getting a bump, bump de bump already? Am I getting a bump, bump de bump for not knowing the song? Yes, it's one of the all-time classic end-of-summer songs. I'm... And Crank it's... it up a little bit, Ron, please. And her name is Robin. Robin Ward. I should know this song. Not the glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling glow, no. Not glowing from radioactive activity or nuclear waste that's been dropped into the hurricane, which hasn't worked. No. Or ice cubes into the Atlantic like that By one guy. By the way, guy. we have a Mensa member who has the answer to the hurricane. Yes, ice cubes. We're going to play that. A lot of people have seen that already. But yeah. we'll, we'll revisit some of the things from the weekend. Not Afro Sheen, Charlie Sheen. I'm surprised that the government hasn't just snapped him up. And They and should. I think he's going to be the new official hurricane czar. Yes. You know, we have to have more positions in Washington I mean, for people to sit there and come brilliant. up with concocted ideas that are going to fix problems for us. We're the only people that can fix stuff. That's why we're here every day. Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. Thank you all our regular followers, our subscribers, all the new folks out there tuning in every day. And now that football season is in full effect, it's in partial effect in college based on what happened this opening weekend in college football. We're going to get my boy Timmy Brando on this week too yes. to help break it down with the Fox college football crew. A lot of blowout games over the weekend, 79 to nothing games and – Basically, it's the first week of college football, which is like preseason football, except really good teams play really bad teams and just slap them around like redheaded stepchildren. And I hate to use that term, See, but it's an I've old school one. I've never understood that um, I don't term. understand that one either. Because there's, it's and wrong on so many... It. It's really it's offensive because I love gingers. You know I that. I know. And it's, it's wrong on so many levels, and I just don't, I don't get it. How I'm did, trying to think of something now politically correct. I'm not a PC guy. 
I did watch Dave Chappelle. That didn't offend me. So I know I'm not a PC guy. I haven't God, fallen. I, I haven't fallen into the oh my God, how could I say that world that we live in now? Did I just say he? Did I just say she? Oh my God. Anyway. Jim Cantore has got has to basically resign his job because of this guy yes. who happens to be a Florida guy. But he's but not unfortunately, a, it's clear that he's not no, originally he's not a, there. No, he's not an original Florida guy. Sort of like Dean in Clearwater. Yeah. Guy who came from the... Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. Not yet. It's too Speaking early. Speaking of which, yes. that would be Dean, I think. <laughs> 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 that was his cue right there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. See, I'm laughing earlier in the show, so that's good. I mean, I've been laughing all morning. Jackie and Johnny are here. They're getting ready to head back to California later on today. We got football. Three more days, Robin. Three more days. How many? Four. No, not four. Three more days, and you know what we're gonna have, right? And I'll tell you what. I love all sports. But there's something special in the air. Not American Airlines. They're not that special anymore. Pretty much like all airlines. See. It's a pain in the ass, but you need them. They're like lawyers. You, they're a necessary evil. You have to have... They're not evil. The people work hard. I'm not going to rip the, the people who work hard to keep us safe. I'm not one of these flyers who gets upset because somebody in, in the line is going too slowly or that the boarding hasn't started exactly on time. No. I want it to start when they're ready. Yeah. When they're ready, then I'll start. This yes. isn't like getting on an escalator and getting pissed off that somebody doesn't get in the left-hand side or wants to go by you. Yeah, yeah. And you stay to you the right. You kind of want to make sure yeah. that everything has been checked and that everything is okay before takeoff. Exactly. Because something will go terribly, terribly wrong if it, that does not yeah. happen. If they're not ready, the, you know, the captain maybe has had a couple of cocktails and he wants to drink another <laughs> double espresso before he gets inside and We're sits down. totally fine with Have that. another double espresso, Captain. Not another Captain and Coke, Captain. Have a... <laughs> so anyway, I'm not, I'm not that impatient. I'm impatient as a driver, but not impatient to the point where as soon as the light turns green in New York City, yeah. I'm slamming on the they horn. Even, Everybody even, else does in New York, yeah. but I don't. One thing you have to say about me, I know how to drive in New York City. There's a lot of people who drive. We drove to New York. We spent a couple nights there last week. One of the things about New York, you better not drive scared in New York. You've got to drive just as equally insane as the taxi drivers. And now the only, two, the only cars on the roads in New York on the streets it used to be all taxis. Now it's 50% taxis, 50% ride shares, whether right. it's Lyft, Uber. They got a whole bunch of different ones up yeah. there you never even heard of. It's, Anybody well, with a car is taking somebody somewhere yeah. because nobody owns a car in New York. Because Why? It's impossible to park. It's ridiculous to park. But anyway, we are back. And as someone says, I said two more days. It's actually three more days because the football game doesn't start till Thursday night. Tony, so, Tony, Tony has done it again. Well, I mean, I'm trying. So it's Tuesday. And again, I stopped playing Taco Tuesday with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. It used happy. to be a staple on the show. And then I was thinking, long holiday weekend, the official summer season is in, the unofficial. Because yep. summer still goes to September 21st, by the way, if you're, if you're uh, seasonal challenged. You may have seasonal allergies, but if you're seasonally challenged, summer ends September 21st. So don't end the summer for me yet. Not that I'm going anywhere, but it's an endless summer here. Yeah. Sort of like the endless shrimp at uh, Red Lobster. Yes. But so, but so, so I read over during vacation because I'm on Twitter and checking stuff. 
And I see that LeBron James, the whole Taco Tuesday thing where he, you know, had his family and everybody thought was funny. Then his people are saying they want to trademark Taco Tuesday. Not cool, man. Not hey, LeBron, cool. I know you're a powerful man. You're a billionaire. You ain't going to. It's like Tom Brady trying to, 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 to trademark Mr. Perfect right. or whatever the hell it was. It's not cool. So because of that. We immediately were like, well, we're no. not playing your if video anymore. If your intention to do something is to try to market yourself after that, Taco Tuesday's been said for generations. Yeah. You didn't make it up, LeBron, and I hope you get turned down for your trademark request. How the hell should LeBron James own Taco but, Tuesday? And not only that, though, I think, like, I thought it was funny before and cute and all of that, and we were enjoying playing it, even if it It was funny people, and it was cute. And it, even got if it got kids involved. But Even if he's going to try, it's like it was a, it was Tom Terrific. That's what. Yeah. Thank you, AJ in Cincinnati. Bottom line is he did not invent the word. No, he did and, not. And remember, even Tom Brady, when his people tried to get Tom Terrific, finally backed off, realizing that it's yeah. Tom Seaver was the original Tom yep. Terrific. Even though Seaver's family didn't didn't trademark it, everybody knows who Tom exactly. Terrific is. And so at least he had Tequila Tuesday. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can use anybody can use Tequila Tuesday. Titty Tuesday. Tata Tuesday. Taser Tuesday. So from but now on. But do you on, still have Taco Tuesday after a long, long weekend where people are eating and drinking and barbecuing? Does anybody feel like tacos today? Oh, uh, there's there is no day. Where no, you you're can't right. Have I could still go for tacos today. But here's the point: is that because of him, now we are not going to be using the LeBron version because I'm kind of disgusted with it. Yes, I'm outraged. As I'm a matter outraged. Of fact. So I haven't been this outraged since uh, watching preseason games or trying to watch the Maryland game. You know, we were down in Maryland yes. when they were laying the biblical beat down on Howard, not John Howard, not Howard the Duck. Howard University, mm-hmm. which is known for great marching bands and not really good football against teams like Maryland, the Terrapins. And then you had Alabama, st- struggles early. A lot of blowouts back to college football for a second. We're going to get to the NFL in a minute. But I'm going to do my college football recap. One of my favorite games was in the Patriot League. And I have video of this. My uh-huh. favorite hit. Because there were a lot of games, a lot of mismatches, as I mentioned. There were a lot of good games. A lot of fr- One of the things we've seen so far early, and it's early, is that the old days of college football, like 10 years ago, you had <laughs> so act- <long> ago. <laughs> actual freshmen could never start for a team. Right. Like you, you draft, you, you, you recruited a freshman, a hot shot quarterback. I'm talking about quarterbacks now. Right. Hot shot quarterback, you put him in there. Ain't no way we're going to play that first freshman out there. Nope. He's got to sit out a He's year. He ain't going to come the out bench. there and play right now for a Crimson Tide or, or Tennessee Volunteers. And now we're seeing freshmen step right in and start kicking ass all around. Now, what do you think the difference College is, football. Tony? Because why is that? Because they're, when they're playing high school football, it's more like college football. High so school kids now, saying, are, especially quarterbacks. You're saying that, co- that high school football is now at a different level. It's at a higher When it comes to skill position players. Okay. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. You know, and, and obviously big kids who can block. But those aren't skill positions. Those are just big, beefy kids who are they're only going to play one, one thing. Offensive line or defensive line. So anyway, my point is you're seeing the freshman quarterbacks get out there and get it done all over with our student-athletes out there. And you know I love them student-athletes, Robin. So who do you have out there over the weekend that did great? Bunch of fellas out there. Jalen Hurts looking good. 
How about that Bo Nix at Auburn? Is there a better name for a quarterback in the deep <laughs> south than <laughs> Bo Nix? Bo Nix. Hey, Bo Nix. Hey, Bo. Fling that piggy around, Bo. Bring, need, bro, that ball down there, get another touchdown. He need he needs a, a middle name though. It's B O. Not B E A U Bo. There's a lot of ways to spell Bo. His name is Bo Nix, N I X. But there has to be another one. It's like uh, Not Billy Bo Bob, Billy, Billy, Billy Bo Bob Nix. Yeah, Bo Bob, <laughs> Billy Bo. Uh, is there any combo with Bo that you can do? Willie Bo? I don't know. There's a lot of bows. Bo Weaver, former oh, yeah, DJ yeah. from back in the day. Anyway. But it needs three. It needs yeah, three. you have to have three names. Yeah. That's the one thing about Bo Nix at Auburn. Yeah. you got to have a middle name yeah. if you're from the South. Bo Nix is just too short. Because the only thing we know is quarterbacks in the South have three names, mm-hmm. and then serial killers always have three names. You ever notice that? Yes. I don't know why, but I don't know if there's a coincidence. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not, I haven't really You know, I do have a theory on the, on the serial killers, though. Because you really like there are there uh, several years ago when we were kind of doing a story about this same thing, we looked up Tony Bruno and there was somebody that had been a killer in the South named Tony Bruno. And he was on America's Most Wanted. And yes. we, were, we were making fun of the fact. And this is my theory is that they start calling serial killers by the three names, exactly. their first, middle and last. So that it doesn't except get Sirhan Sirhan who uh, was beat up in jail. I didn't even know he was still alive. I Sirhan know. Sirhan. I had no idea. The guy that killed Jack Ruby. Yeah. Uh, the guy who killed Bobby Kennedy. Right. And then Jack Ruby and that whole thing, who the hell shot who, and how yeah. did this guy get in with a gun and all that other stuff. But anyway, that's the uh, quarterback, young quarterbacks doing well. There's a couple other guys, too, and I don't want to miss anybody. But certainly we had some crazy games. We had some close games. Notre Dame was a good game for a while, and then they finally blew that thing open last night as people were making fun of Brian Kelly, their coach, because he likes to turn the color purple. Because he's a fiery guy, that Notre Dame head coach. But anyway, but let me finish this off now, Robbie. I don't think he likes to turn the color purple. He just does. Well, he does. Some people get angry. They turn red, orange. Uh But Georgia State beats Tennessee. And all my volunteer friends out there have to be visibly, visibly shaken. And the best part about college football, after one weekend, where a lot of teams haven't even played yet, they're already talking about which bowls these teams are going to be playing in. They're talking about bowl selection situations the first stinking week of college football season and rankings. Ooh, is Maryland? Where's Maryland going to be ranked? Nobody cares. They're playing high school teams, for God's sake. Now, not everybody played high school teams. But a lot of teams did. And, uh, and I got to give it up to my boy Mac Brown, former coach at University of Texas, coached that uh, Texas team to beat USC in that legendary Rose Bowl out in Pasadena when USC was running a mech and then Vince Young went crazy oh, and single-handedly yeah. won that game for your Texas Longhorns. So Mac Brown's down there in North Carolina now, and they sucked last year, 2-9, and nine, and they bring out Sam Howell, former quarterback at Florida State. He's down in North Carolina, and they go down and beat the South Carolina Gamecocks. There's some angry cock down there. <laughs> you don't want to get them Gamecocks angry, but they are. And then you got that kid at Boise State, Hank Bachmeyer. Oh, Bachmeyer, yeah. Not Brockmeyer. That's a great show, by the way, because you know we love me some. Brockmeyer, Robin. The great actor. 
that you know and I know and we both know we've met in Hank Azaria. I love, and I love the show. Boy, somebody's going to town on all the different uh, face masks on you. I didn't see any face masks yet. Yeah, you can't see What do I have on right now? Uh, what the heck is that? I don't know. I don't know. Is that like a Pope hat? No, it's like a, it's like, I don't know. It's like a, a, a hat that comes up in a point and then there's three feathers in front of it. I don't know. Is that Elizabeth Warren's new getup? I, I don't know what that is. But anyway, that's your college football roundup. And you had uh, one of my favorite hits. And this was in the Patriot League. This isn't big boy football. This is the Lehigh's of the world and the St. Francis's of the world. So Patriot League action. I got the first video I want you to play here, Robin. Oh, damn, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Jeez. Is that Stevie V that just played that yes. again? Yes. It was a party hat. It's not Brock Osweiler. I think he, he's still looking for a job. Does he, uh, did he warn us this time and we still fell for it? No, I always fall for it. Every so anyway, single time. So you got the uh, Lehigh used to be the engineers. I don't know what the hell they are now. St. Francis is the red flash, whatever that is. So St. Francis and Lehigh are playing, and they sent a freshman punter out there. Now, this will bring back uh, conversations about kickers and female kickers. By the way, the whole Carly Lloyd thing, she wasn't going to be a punter. They were talking about place kicking. So this is a punter, a freshman, by the name of Ryan Oliver, and he's back in punt formation for your St. Francis red flash. And they're playing Lehigh up there in the Lehigh Valley, Robin. And the young man, unfortunately, dropped the ball, Ryan Oliver. And then you know what happened? He got jacked up. Let's go to the tape. Leaving their defense on the field. Mishandles the snap, mishandles it a second time, and then gets buried. Lehigh will scoop it up. Sam McCluskey has the football, and he is going to take it 52 yards for a Lehigh touchdown. So far. It doesn't stop there. I want to see it again. Watch this young fella get absolutely jacked. That jacked up is what they used to use on ESPN on, on, game, on game day at the end of the night. Uh-huh. And then people determine. The punter mishandles the snap once, mishandles it again, and then it gets blocked. Look, he drops it, drops it again. Here goes ball, just a shot. I didn't see who got it. Did you see how that kid got? It's like that bull in that bullfight video I posted. Bull comes charging out of the gate from the tunnel, and the matador standing there with his stupid red flag, got his cape, and that bull just bull rushes him, bum rushes him. Sends that sucker flying. Posterized. But back in the day, ESPN used to say he got jacked up whenever they would show a hard hit. And then that's when the NFL decided, you know, that's, that's not nice to say jacked up. That's, that's, somebody could be getting hurt there. We can't, be, we can't be celebrating big hits like we used to in the day when they didn't have padding and all the safety equipment. Guys could get jacked up back then. We could say he got jacked up. He got trucked. He got... One of my favorite ones was in, uh, at not Saturday Night Live, the Canadian one with John Candy and those people up there, that Canadian troupe of, of comics. Oh, Second, Second City, City TV, yeah. yes. Well, they were from Chicago. But anyway, my point is, one of the bits was, he got blowed up real good. He got blowed up, that kid. Poor Ryan Oliver, I hope he's okay. 
This is the big league, son. Well, actually, it's the Patriot League. And you're playing on Saturday afternoon in front of a couple hundred people in a little ballpark. This ain't Texas football. This ain't Florida football. This ain't SEC football. This is Patriot League football. And speaking of Florida, we are, uh, we've been praying for everybody that is in the... It's not just Florida. I mean, I know, the, Bahamas the Bahamas are getting destroyed been... and seeing Freeport, and you've all seen it. We'll keep an eye on it. But everybody that's in the path and... Yes, and, uh, but both... the path is slow. I mean, it's changing every hour. Well, it sort of hung out over the Bahamas longer than they expected, which was one of the issues, because if it had just passed over, it would have been bad, but it wouldn't have been as bad as it was. The fact that it, like, took up shelter there for a while and uh that was not not good for anybody involved five people no dead, and, and the storm is still moving it's and it's the thing about the with the problem with the bahamas and people have seen this video and if you haven't you really don't care or you're in, in on mars somewhere is that this storm basically was stuck yeah, over the bahamas exactly and most hurricanes are moving exactly. this hurricane got stuck there for 30 plus hours and, that and they just, got the they got category five yep. winds and rains just, and you saw the damage and second floors of homes were full of water yep. and i love the bahamas and you know we love the caribbean and all those great islands down there the bahamas freeport nassau yep. very very popular destinations and this is hurricane season and unfortunately you never know what's going to happen some seasons we have a lot of them and some seasons we don't have as many. Now there's a bunch of them lined up like airport runways, and that's because of it. Now people say it's global warming, climate change, bullshit. There were just as many hurricanes back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. So if you want to use the climate change or blame po- politics for this, you're barking up the wrong tree. And here's tree. the other thing that also, and, 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 and uh, Johnny, who uh, he's brilliant, one of our friends, he was here with his wife, Jackie, and he's the one that, they're the ones that we took around. Um, he has, uh, he was an airport traffic control uh, instructor for And he was a traffic ever. controller. Yeah. And you talk about high stress jobs. Right, talk about high stress, and also he's very, very intelligent. He reminded me, which I'd read articles about as well, and this, and, but he is even more familiar with it because they utilize the poles and the magnet magneticism to uh, the magnetic fields. Right? Magnetic There's no fields. magneticism except on okay. this show because people are magnetically. We but have magnetic the attraction. magnetic fields to to uh, navigate. And here's something that people don't realize is that so the Earth is slightly at. Uh, an are you going to try to do like a geography no. and Earth? Uh, who are you now? Uh, what's his face? Uh, well, let me just finish. This is really good. Carl so the, Sagan. The Earth is slightly at an angle like this, and then it turns around. It rotates like this, right? Uh-huh. It's not straight up and down. It's slightly, at, and the axis is changing. Why don't we demonstrate oh, on my go. globe here? Yes. So the Earth, so you see it. It's, see? it's, it's see on an axis. It's at an, it's at and an see axis. that little thing in the middle. Yes. That's not where they glue it together. That's the actual equator. Correct. That's the midway well, point. Well, the axis is changing. The, not the uh, axis of eagle. No. Evil. But our poles are changing, and that happens naturally. Our poles start to change, and that's been happening for millennia. We're talking about a hurricane here, Robin, and now you're taking it to the next level. Well, it just level. annoys me that people don't actually figure it out. Like, they don't read People don't even know what history. they're – they don't even know who they're – what neighborhood they live in anymore. You expect them to know the magnetic fields and the, the people still think the earth is flat. I know. What is wrong with people? They're stupid. They are. And God bless them. But, oh, speaking <laughs> anyway, of enough about that. We'll keep an eye. Everybody can keep an eye on the hurricane. Obviously, here up on the East Coast, and I've said this a million times, you know, obviously they all head in that general direction, but Key West rarely, if ever, gets hit, and they're down south there in Florida, and they go a little west. North Carolina, the Carolinas get hit by more hurricanes than probably anywhere else on Earth. 
because as they spin upward, and they didn't make landfall in Miami or at Mar-a-Lago to the dismay of many people who thought that it was going to go in there and just hit one property and take out the president's property because they hate him so much. But nobody else around that area would be damaged at all. That's the kind of thinking we have out there right now. That's the kind of numbskulls who use storms as a way to say, hey, maybe that'll take out my enemies, somebody I don't like. If you think like that, you need to call somebody and get a doctor or a psychologist or a friend. Phone a friend and maybe talk it through to find out why you have that kind of deep sickness rooted down somewhere inside here. Tony, since we're talking about it and we're talking about, about what hurricanes or deep rooted sickness, both and and Mensa members. <laughs> um, here's somebody that that actually I would not be surprised if this gentleman thought that the Earth was flat. By the way, the Swedish chef says, you know, the way the earth rotates really makes my day. Let me give him a roaring round of applause for that. I got I, I, I to give him a roaring round. Come on, Robin. So Relax a little bit. Just let the show breathe in. Okay. Let the show, we've been marinating for a week. We've had a lot of wine. We've had some quality wines. <laughs> Our friend Johnny's had a lot of Corona lights. Yes. The most peculiar beer drinker I've ever met. And I've I known know. Johnny for 12 years. He's the only guy I know who said he won't buy a beer in a bar if it's not in a bottle, a glass right. bottle. And not only does he want the glass bottle, he does not want a glass. Right, and it has nothing to do with the taste. And he has to, to drink it out of the glass yes. bottle. No, so it doesn't have anything to do with the taste of the beer after it's been in either a glass or a can. Right. It's because he likes being able to drink the beer from the glass exactly. bottle. Exactly. And uh, listen, people have all different pre- preferences. Aye, you know. But it's, but it's bizarre because we go into different restaurants and we're traveling around in New York and Washington and the city here. And when he found out that they didn't have a glass bottle of beers that he likes, he wouldn't order one. He wouldn't Not order a can. Did, we ended up going to a different restaurant because yes. they had no glass bottle beers. All they had was cans and he wouldn't drink the I same know. beer. Now, listen, I, I, think, I think a lot of things taste better in glass. Absolutely. Like milk, when you get a quart of yeah. milk. It just tastes better when you pour it out instead yes. of a cardboard carton. I get that. And a beer. I don't, but it has nothing to do with I don't have a problem taste. with a beer in a can or a bottle. But if I get a bottle, I still pour it in a frosty mug. But it, he him, doesn't want it in a glass no, at all. For him, he says it's the sensation of drinking it from a bottle. And then he doesn't even, he doesn't even put his lips to the bottle. He just sort of like... Pours it into his mouth. Yeah, he just like stands there. He doesn't like do a pour down like, you know, like, and we're not making like fun wrestlers of him because do. Because we love him. He doesn't, we're making like, fun of him. he doesn't do uh, one of those things where you don't swallow it all no, and he just no, pours no, no, it no. down. He doesn't break no. the bottle over his head and start drinking it. That would be bloody. He doesn't do what wrestlers do. They usually use cans when they're smashing yeah. them on their heads. And you thought I was a beer snob. And it, for him, it's, it's, he's even more particular. No, nah, he just like, he, no, he's not. He drinks Corona lights. Robin looks at a menu. <laughs> And if the if the beer does not cost twelve dollars a bottle, it has nothing to she does do not even look cost. at the rest. Of, she doesn't even bother. She wants to know what the highest alcohol level, and she wants to know what it is. And what it is is too damn expensive and not worth it. And delicious. It's bullshit. Speaking of delicious, but, I mean, this... we didn't have any white claws. I want to say this now that summer is over. I can safely say that I have not even looked at a can of White Claw Seltzer because the Seltzer thing was the rage. Not Brian Seltzer, great Sixer reporter here in Philadelphia, but uh, the whole, uh, what do you call it? It's basically the new Zima. Remember the Zimas and all those other 
bullshit the uh, malt liquor things. Not the original malt Bartles liquor. and James. Yeah, but those, that's old school. The new stuff is now is hardened seltzer. Yes. First it was hardened cider. It was all the cider yeah. drinks. It was all apple cider apple that got jacked everything. up. And then it became seltzer water. Remember, seltzer, seltzer water back in the day was seltzer water. Yeah. It was fizzy water. You put it in a drink and you mix up. You give me a, a Royal Captain and seltzer water. Perrier. Yeah, but that's not seltzer water. That's... That that's is. mineral water. There's it's a difference. Water. Yes, that's the true. mineral but it's water. Pretty, I mean, it's very similar. I, I drink flat water, but anyway, the bottom line is these white claws and all this other crap. And listen, if you want to drink seltzer. them, you drink as many well, as you, know you why want. You know why they're a big deal? Why? Is because it is a fizzy alcoholic drink with no uh, with no sugar. I get it. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying people shouldn't drink it and boycott it and ban it. I don't care what people. I don't tell Out people of all what the to drinks, drink. All I'm the- just saying I'm not to show you that I'm not a conformist. Because the thing about popular products is, one person has it. They start talking about it to their friends. White chicks drink it. They get wasted. They're at a bar, and it's a white chick drink. That's some white folk. Shit right there. But it's, this is some white chick stuff, right? No. White claw. You know dudes who drink white claw? I do. Is there I any do. dude out there? A, I think there's a lot of guys that drink it because they don't want the calories. But they still want to be able to drink alcohol. That is some absolute white folk shit right there. I've never seen any person of color drink a white claw. And you haven't been even hanging out with them often enough. because I I've think been in do. many, many bars, Robin. The only people I see even thinking about ordering a white claw... Are white chicks and maybe a dude here or there. Speaking of dudes, Tony, can I please show my Mensa member since we were talking about it? Yeah, let's go to our media. We have an official meteorologist now. We do. You know, many shows had, uh, you know, they go to somebody, they go to the Weather Channel. And we were talking about how the earth is changing and and, and, and the axis. And there's people that are complaining that the hurricanes are happening more often. Well, this. They're not, actually. This man. Obviously has his pulse on the science. He reads extensively, and he knows exactly. But one thing I don't understand is, A, where did they find this guy? And B, why did they interview this guy about how to stop hurricanes over the warm waters of the Caribbean? Let's go to the tape, ladies and gentlemen. They haven't come up with some kind of way to com- combat these storms yet. They keep saying, I can't re- see how... They haven't come up with some kind of way to com- combat these storms yet. Mm-hmm. They keep saying, uh, you know, two days ago, three days ago, oh, it's said this, but it's going to hit all this warm weather, all this warm weather and warm water. We have a Navy. Why don't the Navy come and drop ice in the warm water so it, that it can't get going as fast as it's going? There's got to be ways to combat this instead of just pointing at the thing and saying, well, it's, uh, now it's getting worse. Yeah, we know it's getting worse, but you tell us, oh, it's the warm weather, oh, it's the wind. Well, we have an Air Force. Drive some Air Force planes around to get the winds going the opposite way. Get the Navy to go in circles to fight it the other way. Can't see how they haven't come up with some kind of... I know. That, that was now, it. So I mean, that guy's in Florida. So yes, all yes. weekend I see this on my phone. and Everybody's retweeting it, and you probably have seen it by now. But it's so funny. But the guy is, is a Florida guy, so they're ripping Florida people. But he's well, this guy's clearly clear. from New England. He's not a Florida guy. He sounds like Dean's brother from another mother. Well, the, uh, Mikey Mrs. Hairplug says, this guy sounds like Dean, but smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Ah. Boom. <laughs> 
good lord. Uh, I mean, I kind of like. I, I kind of feel bad for him because he. I don't feel bad. There, you know, this, that's people just. No, I'm telling you, this fa- guy. I don't know who interviewed him. Was there? Was this a television show? I don't. Was this know. a friend? Did I don't he, know. He. It's a mobile home park in Palm Bay, Florida. I know the Red Sox have had a rough year. But if that's what watching a team win a World Series one year and then stink it up the next year does to people from New England who moved to Florida, then I'm afraid about going back down to Florida. There's a lot of people like that down there. And then they blame Florida for it. I know. I'm not blaming. I can't blame Florida for that no, guy. you can't blame Florida for that. You blame that but Florida I, for that but guy? Here's the thing. I, I really, I, I hope that he can, <laughs> he can handle, he has a sense of humor because Everybody and their mother is going to be making fun of him right now, including... They the, already are. Yeah, I know. And, and See, the I, difference just, is the, the angry grandma that we play, that's all a shtick. Yes. She's brilliant. Angry grandma. I don't grandma. think that that was a This shtick. is not... I don't believe this guy's shtick. I believe he really felt that, that he... Those were real ideas of Yes, his. because, you know, there's a lot of people who are smart. They want to become viral. So they'll do some bit. And you can tell when something's fake. Like, I knew that, that stinking... I didn't. The one guy who got me for like one day uh-huh. was that stupid bagel boss yeah. guy. Yeah. People actually thought he was for real yeah. because he's short, yelling at a woman in a bagel shop, and then he parlayed that into a career. Right. As soon as I watched the video the second time around, and I saw some inconsistencies with something that didn't make sense, that that was just no. The one in the, the, the one in the bagel shop was convincing to most people, and then the next one when he had another one. Then you realize that this guy was a scam artist. No, I realized it when I looked at the video of the bagel scam gar- the bagel guy, and I realized that the people around him were placed. There was the, there were too many things that were staged. Yeah, for that. But to angry grandma, I, I guarantee you, the first time you see her on Twitter, you think, she, "Oh, she's just another redneck woman from the south." Who's just a redneck? Well, the thing with her, though, is that that's really how she is. Her grandson, who is the one that's doing them with her, just turns the camera on. I mean, yes, do they do they set? I don't think they have rehearsals standing out on her porch when a hurricane is. That's what I'm saying, though, is that I think (laughs) I think he he stages things certain certainly, but then he just roll lets lets her roll, so to speak. Exactly. So she's hilarious. And she's just hysterical by herself. This guy, unfortunately, I think he really thinks that way, and I feel kind of bad. Well, listen, there's a lot of people out there like that. I mean, there are smart people that we know and think are smart. Who say the earth is flat. There are people that just... I know. Because everybody just assumes everybody knows what they're talking about. One of my daughters well, This is friends. the only place you can come where we know what we're talking about. And when we make a mistake, we are instantly corrected. One of, our, one of my daughter's uh, girlfriends from high school, she, she is one of those believers that thinks that the earth is flat. And, I, and she's smart. She's like a really smart girl. I'm like, how... I look at her and I'm... I, I just... I, and she's even traveled. She's she's traveled to Europe. Like, how can you travel and not get it? <laughs> I hate to do it to your your daughter's friends, I Robin. Know. I know. God love her. I hope she someday. I, it was, and you know what? Unfortunately, with a lot of people, it's about who they hang out with. You hang out with people that are all saying these weird things, and after a while, you're like, you know, at first you say, well, no, no, I know that. And then after a while, they're, you're hanging out with them so long, and you're like, you know, they're starting to make sense. Stop hanging out with those people. Nah, let them just believe what they want. Just tell them to keep walking, and eventually they'll fall off the earth. That's what I just say. Just let me know when you get to the edge. Give me a call, text me, send me a <laughs> like message. I'm finally there. You know, just get a, go, go do a Facebook live chat. Yeah. Go on Twitch, Periscope, whatever you need to do. 
you get to the end of the earth where it ends uh-huh. and then you just fall off. Right. You got to go live with that. Well, you do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that would be the ultimate selfie <laughs> photograph. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get back to the business here. You know why, Robin? Yes. Why? No, I don't. Because we have. The meats? Well, we have that, too. Except that uh, Pope- i got to rip Popeyes. I hate to do it. But i got to get into my Popeyes tirade How today. is this Popeyes' fault? What has Popeyes been selling? Did they just start as a chicken facility? No, they've always been selling chicken. Right. But they were usually so, fried chicken. In other words, they sell fried chicken. Right. Just like KFC. Right. Just like, uh, you name it, Mr. Bojangles. I mean, there's a lot of chicken chains. Churches fried chicken. There's fried chicken places everywhere. How do you run out of chicken? How do you say, how do you get into a Twitter war with Chick-fil-A, which has also been selling chicken for decades? Chick-fil-A's been around since my kids were tiny. And I would take them to the mall, and they were usually in malls. Mm-hmm. They were one of the little mall. They started off. That's where they started. Exactly. Was in malls. So, so then Popeyes, which is smart marketing, they get into a Twitter war, and the, the debate is about who's got the better chicken sandwich. Right. So in the meantime, Chick Fil A keeps selling their gazillions of chicken sandwiches. Yes. Popeyes starts selling chicken sandwiches, and then something goes terribly, terribly wrong. Popeyes, for some reason, for some reason, ran out of chicken breasts. Ran not, out of chicken to make chicken sandwiches. Not just in one store, but all over the country. All over. People are angry. How angry are people that they go into a Popeyes and there's no chicken? How about angry enough on Labor Day, down in Houston, Texas, to go into a chick uh, Popeyes fried chicken? They can't go into Chick Fil A because it's closed. You can go into Popeyes, and sucker, I'm pulling out my rod. No, not that rod. I'm pulling out my piece. Because I want a damn piece of chicken breast on a roll, and I want my damn chicken sandwich right now, bitches. Let's go to the tape. Oh, is this just music? Oh, this is rude. No, okay. I sent you the story from a TV station in Houston, Robin. And it's just, it's just music. It's not even, the story is just music. No, I saw the story. It okay. was a report. Okay, well, hold on. It's K-H-O-U in Houston. Had a reporter do the story. Okay. Some sucker goes in with his family with a gun and decides that's oh. how he's going to get his chicken sandwich. All right, Tony, here we go. Hang on. Jesus, i got to give you one of these no, again. No, that Red. was an- another video that was on the same page. Ridiculous. It was on the Let's same page. Let's go down to Houston and get a damn Wait, chicken sandwich, first, please. First, I have to go through this stupid... Uh, We're turning this segment from chicken sandwiches to chicken shit. Well, I, it's I, usually I, the other way around. I highly doubt if everybody wants to watch the yeast bacteria female stuff commercial prior No, we don't want to watch yeah, that stuff. We, we want to skip That'll make me that. hungry again. Not really, <laughs> I don't want any more bread. I've had enough leavened bread over go, the week. Here we go. Yes. The man who pulled a gun on two Popeye's employees. So this happened at the Popeye's location on Scott Street in southeast Houston. Our Michelle Choi is there live this morning. Michelle, do we know how this all got started? Brandy, this is one wild story that takes hashtag chicken sandwich wars that's been trending on social media to a whole new level. Now, police tell me this all started just before nine last night when a group of men and women 
went inside this Popeyes here looking for that chicken sandwich. When a manager told them they were out, that's when police say one of the guys in the group pulled out a pistol and demanded he get the sandwich. Police say the manager once again told him they were sold out, and that's when they say the group left and took off in a blue SUV. Fortunately, none of the employees were hurt. Now, guys, we've heard a couple versions of this story, including that the group originally started at the drive through here at the Popeyes before rushing the employees inside the store. Now, we asked police if that version is true. They say they're looking into it, but they're not sure how accurate it actually is. At last check, they were hoping to go through surveillance footage from inside the store to better ID the suspect. Back to you. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. People taking guns into chicken joints because they need a damn chicken sandwich that bad? Go to any supermarket, they get fried chicken breast. Yeah, now. Stick it in a roll. Go to chick. Listen, I've never had a Popeye's chicken because I don't want to risk my life to go into a Popeye's for a sandwich or anything else. I'm trying to. But pick- Chick Fil A has the greatest chicken sandwich ever it has ever made. You know, I'm in trying, my opinion, I'm trying to picture this. You know, jail where everybody like you're showing up for the first time and they're like, "Yo, what you in for?" Well, Popeye's has this chicken sandwich. <laughs> It's to die for. To die. <laughs> Let me tell you. I mean, what do you, like, the one guy says I'm in for rape. The other guy says I'm in for murder. And then the third guy, yeah, well, um, so uh, Popeyes, you know. <laughs> like, what, do you, what the hell, people? Well, at least the, the, at least the manager shut the damn, locked the damn door before that sucker got in there with a gun. It's ridiculous. Could be worse. He could have gone to a Whataburger over the weekend and had a nice crispy fried rat that fell into the hot oil. Uh, you didn't you see that over the weekend? You were telling me about it. It, was a, I... it wasn't even a rat. It was a mouse. And you know, you've been to Whataburgers. They're all over the country now, but they're big in California, big in other parts of the states. But really. And, and by the way, Popeye's, this chicken sandwich shortage is now all over. It's not just at stores in Houston and everywhere else. There's a Popeye's right around the corner from here. Correct. I wouldn't be caught dead in that place. Have you seen that block in front of it? I know. There's one block here in South Philly where even walking outside, you know that every single place of business on that entire block of Broad Street, between Snyder Avenue and McKean Streets, you're, you're going into any of those stores. You should have a hazmat suit on. Any it's of them. scary. Like, I don't want to say things were bad. It was so bad that McDonald's had to close down. A damn McDonald's had to be shut down. Well, I think... And that Popeye's has been shut down, too, because of all kinds of nasty shit in there. Personally, I think that the McDonald's was shut down because of noncompliance with corporate. Because they had their own freaking sign. They had... They had... You the, don't get shut down in a company store... Unless you really shit the bed inside, so to speak. No, but I mean, like they had a drawing of <laughs> Ronald McDonald. It wasn't even the real Ronald McDonald. They had a bobo, a bobo Ronald McDonald. Yeah, it was a bobo. You can't open a McDonald's a fake McDonald's. That's what I'm saying. They didn't have a fake. The store was there for years. Exactly. You think if somebody opened a fake McDonald's you, in a, one you. of the one of the biggest intersections in a major city like Philadelphia, that McDonald's wouldn't get catch wind. On the fact that there was an illegal McDonald's operating? I'm, I'm, I don't think it was an illegal McDonald's per se, but I think that there was just way too many things that were non-compliant, and they finally had enough because it probably took a while for them to close it down. I don't want to get into uh, 
those health. I one wish good thing picture. about one good thing about New York and other places, they have to post there, and in California they do too. They have to post outside their latest health uh, board of health reviews. You know, it'll say A, B, C, right, or D. Right, right, right. If you don't have an A or an A plus, I ain't going inside that store. You got a B or a C. You know what you could do? You can kiss my ass. Ain't no way I'm going into any store that does not have an A from the health department when they go in there and check the boiler. You know, they check for feces and rodents. Right. Again, this is good lunchtime talk right Absolutely. here. Absolutely. <laughs> you didn't see the video of the little mouse? I'm, 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 it's not a rat, too. It was a mouse. And it, it didn't just fall in. It didn't do a head first. It didn't go off the high board. I'm trying it to was find wa- it. It was walking around, and the employees were there. there it was on one the of the second private- one right now trying to find it because it, <laughs> the video seems to be removed. No, it hasn't. I just saw it this morning again. I'm trying to and find it. And they zoom it. in on the mouse actually falling know. into the hot grease. Now, you know, down south, you pay a little extra for that. That's like a little extra side. You want, how do you like your little mouse? Extra crispy? Broiled? Sorry, it's already in the oil. We got it in the hot oil. Luckily, the oil's just been clean. So when that, oh. when that mouse comes up out of that basket and you sprinkle some Old Bay seasoning Mm-mm. or some salt and pepper, you see they put like a gallon of pepper on salt. It's mostly salt. And then they shake that baby up and just slam that mouse right, bam! Here we go. Right on that nice bed of ni- nice fresh roll. So this supposedly is a... Yeah. He, he stopped. It was in uh, Lewis... No, oh, no, Lewis was the guy who took the took the photograph. Was this in California? Where was this Whataburger? Um it, where was it? I don't know. Is this not gonna show it? I saw it this morning, Robin. I know. Well, Jesus. trust me. I am trying to find it, but every single one that I'm showing now is not the correct one. Jesus. The mouse ran around the restaurant and then eventually. <laughs> Well, hello, whoever that is. I think that's Ed McMahon. I thought he was dead. But anyway, we'll get to the mouse and the oil. It's not yet. This is some good lunchtime talk right now, Rob. It shows a different video. It's not showing the actual. Oh, here, maybe on YouTube. Ah, found it. You got it now? I did. They were not having a three fried mice special for lunchtime at Whataburger. You see all these places. You don't want to see in a lot of these restaurants, no. well, and especially fast food joints. Yeah. You're like, a lot of times you just don't want to know what's going on. You know on where we there. saw a lot of rats? Yeah, in New York. No. Oh, in D.C. Uh, Washington, yeah. D.C. I don't mean the ones who, uh, who uh, work down there, who live in, you know, in the White House and in Congress no, yeah, no. and all the other places. I was down shocked. We were, we were walking from the hotel, and this was in a nice part of D.C. Yeah, we were a- right down there, right next to the Smithsonian yep. Air and Space, literally right across the street, a nice holiday inn. They weren't in the Holiday Inn. No. But on the street outside. When we were walking to go get ice cream, yes. um, and it was dark by then, the sun had gone down. There were rats everywhere, everywhere, running out of everywhere. I was like, holy We knew uh, Washington was loaded back. with rats forever. But the rats are really loose. Okay, so here's the video, Tony. Yes. I found it. Finally, let's get this damn fryer cooked back up again. Turn the oil up. Well, I'm not, there's, there's no audio, obviously. Can we just see it? But you can see... Why are you turning it sideways now, you dorkus? So whoever took the video started off one way, and then he turned it sideways. So now you can't really see it. So everybody, turn your head. There's nothing I can do about it because this is the guy Does turning it look The mouse looks the same when he falls in sideways? Yeah, but it's really small now. Yeah, it's a mouse. It's not a big rat. No, the video itself is no, really small. I see small. it now. See that mouse? He's like climbing up there. 
There he goes. He's looking for a place to go. No particular place to go. <sighs> well, you can't. So he started right out of the Kokomo. And there's the uh, Friars. Tony, do you have your OBS open so that you can it's watch it? It's not doing it. It's not. Uh, I have to close it and open it. Okay. Again, which is a pain in the ass. Well, so there's somebody actually work. Oh, so the the worker is there. Yeah, there's three people there working, and all of a sudden the mouse does a does a yeah. swan dive right into the hot oil, and then they look at it and they react and they start laughing because they didn't know what to do. And they oh, said, "I wonder so how long. I, I wonder how long that little sucker takes to get all nice and crispy." You know, it's sort of like um, one of my favorite dishes, my favorite meals, which is scrapple. Because it, it, it gets nice scared. and crispy on the outside, but you want it creamy on the inside. So this is what happens: the person, the, the employee, is trying to get it, and then the per- the little poor little mouse is scared and is trying to get out of the way, and that's how come he did a swan dive into the. Yeah, he didn't. Who's going to jump into hot oh. oil, really? Unless you're in some really sick cult. This definitely, this video is definitely not broadcast quality. No, the one I saw was whoever did it. I don't know how you. How, how can I find all these stories on Twitter? No, but all you can't, the other, Robin. all of the other ones were taken off. Seriously, they're, well, they're, did P to go in there and shut it down? Did they did they mark those videos as harmful yeah. content? They, unfortunately, Ratatouille got fried too. Remember the anyway. movie Ratatouille? That was a great movie. A Ratatouille. Yeah, it was about a mouse in a, in a restaurant yes. in France, and he became a chef. I do love he, me some Ratatouille. No, not not it's the delicious. actual dish Ratatouille. I like ratatouille. It's delicious. By the way, the Russian judge gave that mouse a 8.75. He missed the dismount. Rebel man, he knows his diving and uh, swim. And, you know, he, he knows synchronized swimming. Uh-huh. He knows diving. He knows high platform. He knows the 10-meter board. He knows all this stuff. Because the Olympics are coming up next summer, Robin. Are you ready for them? I am. I am. No, you're not. By the way, did everybody miss us? Did y'all miss us? Not after the, the, the first two segments of Robin trying to damn, get a damn video up. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that was pretty pathetic. I have to give my... Can I give myself a bump bump, Yeah, give yourself one, too. I got to get down to the business. I found there. one. Oh, well, this is... I don't care anymore about the video, so we're just skipping it. Even though I finally found one that was actually... It's from the UK. So in the US ones, everything's been removed. The UK, the mirror, still had the actual video up. So if you want to watch it, go find it. Let's get back to football. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have my countdown clock up yet. I do have a thermometer, though, in a certain part of my body that will pop up as soon as we get ready to kick off for real. Soldier Field, Chicago, Illinois. Thursday night, NBC, 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time. You got your Chicagoland area Bears, the Bears, and the Green Bay Packers. The Matt LaFleur era will get underway as the new coach of your Packers. Aaron Rodgers, I think the stash is gone, but the thrill isn't gone. You know who the backup quarterback is for the Green Bay Packers at this hour? Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle, that's it. Everybody's talking about he got to have a good backup. Packers got rid of Deshaun Kaiser. They got they got pretty much got rid of everybody who was a backup quarterback there, and they kept Tim Boyle. Now I don't know if they're going to go with two, but I guess their thinking there is if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, they're screwed anyway. And we saw that the last couple of years. Although they had the one kid from UCLA for a couple of years, not Dan Boyle, of course, the former great hockey player, not formal hockey player. I think he played for the Rangers, and now he's playing for Tampa Bay. 
by the way, hockey, the best preseason is hockey. They go into camp, they skate around for a couple days, and they start playing games immediately. And then they play like 20 meaningless exhibition games. Brett Hundley, thank you, Trevor. Brett Hundley's gone. Deshaun Kaiser's gone. Everybody's gone except Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, there's only one guy who can break him down, Robin. And I have the tape of this. This is one of my favorites. When you want to talk about somebody who knows how to break things down, well, I do pretty well. And I will be giving stone-cold guaranteed locks on Thursday night games, on Sunday games, and on Monday night games. There's one man and one man alone who knows exactly. Not Todd Hundley, no. Not Oil Can Boyd. It's Tim Boyle. B-O-Y-L-E. But there's one guy who can break him down, him being Aaron Rodgers. Let's go to the tape. Undisputedly, the greatest TV talking head ever actually argues against himself. Let's go to the tape. Aaron Rodgers is historically, transcendentally, specially great. No. You know why? Because Aaron Rodgers is hot and Aaron Rodgers is cold. Are you kidding me? He is not consistently historically great, transcendentally great. He's above anybody who's playing this game on a human level right now. He's also the most overhyped quarterback in the history of pro football. That is the most laughable statement you have ever made in the history of this show. Okay? So it's... It's Aaron bleeping Rodgers. He's errant Rodgers. E-R-R-A-N-T Rodgers. Here's what you won't have an answer for. The play of the game and the play of the year and the play of this century. That was special. There was nothing special about this play. No. Yes. Undisputed. <laughs> that is just genius. Somebody took... Aaron somebody took... <laughs> Skip Bayless and made him argue against himself on the same topic. Freaking phenomenal! Is that great or what? Yes, but you got to have a lot of time on your hands to find Skip. Ba- First of all, to actually watch Skip Bayless. I know Skip, but I've known him for a long time. And the guy is shtick. He knows he's shtick. He knows he gets people pissed off, and that's why he's on TV making millions of dollars because he can go in there and give one side of the argument one day, and then the other side of the argument. And that's a classic example of taking a guy talking about the same player and arguing on one behalf of how he's great, and on the other side, how much he sucks. When I saw that earlier today, I said, whoever did this is a genius. Absolute genius. Some might argue that you might even have, uh, the, or somebody might have the ability to do that to you. Not, no, I've never argued both sides of an issue. No? I've never said one day that Aaron Rodgers sucks, and the next day he's transcendent. It doesn't work that no. way. No, you don't do that. What's the matter with you, Robin? Okay, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. You don't do that. Not Pat Boyle, former Comcast Philly guy, but he's now in Comcast in Chicago, which is now NBC Sports Chicago. Pat Boyle. Not Crab Boyle, which we had some over the weekend. And if you were following us on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, you saw the crabs last weekend. No, we not those crabs. Crab that, was, that, was, uh, that was 76 or great. You saw that story too, right? Which one? Ben Simmons is back. With the, with the Jenner chick again. Ugh. This is the sixth time, according to serious? sources in Hollywood. 
What is wrong with them? I think it's him. Something wrong with her. She's out there. She's just uh, waiting around. And then Ben Simmons. Again, he can do whatever he wants. It's his personal life. I'd rather him stay in the gym than go out and worry about the stinking Jenner family and the Kardashians. But it's the offseason. And he's been shooting a lot and, you know, working out. And I'm not saying he shouldn't have a personal life. I have a theory. I think that they wash their hoo-ha with fentanyl so that any guy that comes around them gets addicted. That's the only thing that I can think of. It's ridiculous. It's immediately an addiction. No, you know what it is? When a guy goes out with somebody and then he starts going out with other people, and then they say, you know, yeah, she's who was it? I just saw over the weekend. An NFL player was with an Instagram model. Uh Oh, I know who was. It was the wide receiver in Minnesota with the Vikings. He had a 41-year-old girlfriend Instagram model chick. Uh Uh-huh. I did not see this. And now, all of a sudden, he decides, hey, you know what? It's the football season. Sorry, baby. There's a lot of hot chicks on Instagram. Yes, there are. By the way, I'm a young stud player. I am so angry at myself. I am so, so, so angry at myself for not whipping out my camera in New York when we were at Century 21. Excuse me. And taking a photograph of a couple who was checking out as we were walking out. Oh, yeah. There was some ass all over New York. Stefan Diggs. Yeah, thank you, Trevor. I actually recognized her later. I realized who it was. Was it a celebrity, a big ass chick? She's an Instagram model, and she's known for her big ass. And we this, saw a couple of asses that were absolutely legendary. Yes. Well, but this one was the biggest I've ever seen in Did person. Did you take a picture of it? I didn't. What's the matter with you, I Robin? I know. What is wrong what with is, me? What is, what is wrong with you? I, I have to point out asses, and then I pointed it out to you, and you didn't whip out your camera. I you got to take pictures of we asses were, like that. We were on our way out. We were late already for our next adventure, and I looked back, and that's when I saw her. And, and you know, like... Like the Kardashians, they do have the big bubble butt asses. This one was ginormous. She was really tiny. She's blonde, bleach blonde, and she she had a, an ass that was so large that you could have set an entire tray on it, and it would have stayed oh, yeah. upright. Great ass. It wasn't great. I mean, it was too big. You're absolutely right. That's an ass. I, I when I was when I was in I was, California, was I was shocking. dating I was dating this young African American woman for yeah. a while. Beautiful. And she was funny, Brandy. Yeah, she was great. Whenever we would go into a mall and she would see another black woman with a with a big ass, she would say, "Damn, you could put a tray table on that thing." Even when you can't. I mean, that was no, like you could. Thing. No, this, this woman, this, this woman, woman in New York. There are two was, women in New York. She was one. She was white. Uh, she had long, bleach blonde hair. She had a really tiny waist. But then there was another and one who was a sister who had an unbelievable oh. butt, too. <laughs> and you know, one of the things we say now is it real or fake? Because there's some no of way. these, there's no way human beings have those kinds of asses. You know, because the one chick was a white chick. Uh, you know, the Brazilian chicks yeah. have nice bubble butts. You know, I'm not talking about really nasty big ones. I'm talking about nice ones. What do we call those, Robin? Bubble butt. No, not just bubble butts. Pears? No. What do they call nice asses? I don't know. You're a woman. You should know what nice asses are called. A little bubble butt. I don't know. Jesus. You can't even get girl stuff out of you, right? They got a certain name for ass. I don't know, Tony Bruno. Well, there's one guy who knows. And you know who that is, don't you, Robin? Who? This man right here. 
Seriously? Anytime. Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends, but you know, who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Her butt, it's just so big. I can't believe it's just so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. What up? Look. She's just so. Apple bottom. Black. I like you, Jack. big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. Your face, you get sprung. Wanna pull up tough? Cause you notice that butt was stuck. Deep in the jeans she's wearing. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, baby, I wanna get whipped up and take your picture. Listen, no. Nope. I mean, me, there's nothing wrong with it. With a nice back. But why they have to be extremely big, I don't get. Do you? Now they stopped or inflated. That's what I want to know now. I when don't they do know. This. You know what, Tony? You know who it might have been? Who? Hold on, I have to turn this down. Right. It might have been Iggy Azalea. No, that wasn't Iggy Azalea. I think it might have been. I'm looking at her. I didn't right. see her face. I don't think it was Iggy I, Azalea. I saw her face, and I'm looking at some other Were you a believer? I think it might have been Iggy. In the Century 21 store right near Ground Zero in New York? Down there in the know, uh, maybe not. I don't know. in anyway, Battery Park area, it was humongous. I just, Speaking I, of ass, Scrapple Joe says EDM DJs responded to the video flume eating ass at Burning Man. What? Say what? We have to play this video. Scrapple Joe has just posted it on our Twitch stream, and you can enjoy and join the stream. All you got to do is follow the show. Follow the show. You can subscribe for free, too, if you want to subscribe and get all the extra bonus stuff. Behind the scenes, all the, the archive shows, things that you may have missed, you can go back and watch and listen to them on Twitch TV. Yes, I know that there were a lot of people that were, um, were missing us. They were jonesing for some Bruno Nation, and they were able to watch... Because they were subscribers, they were able exactly. to watch the archive And if you shows. have Amazon Prime, and who doesn't, you subscribe for free. You get a whole month for free. That's a $4.99 value. And as I mentioned, $4.99, even if you want to pay for a subscription, that's not even one crappy beer at a local beach bar during happy hour. It's definitely not one beer for me. Hell no. <laughs> you could, for what it costs to buy Robin one beer, you could get three months of subscriptions to Bruno Nation Live, ladies and gentlemen. Not and that's where our funding, that's how we can go. 180 consecutive nonstop minutes of fun, frivolity, bullshit, the kind of stuff you're not hearing anywhere else. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Now I got to get to baseball, Robin. Yes. We'll have more football as the day progresses. Of course, the big stories over the weekend, the final cutdowns, the 53-man rosters. Shady McCoy was loose for a couple of minutes, and then Andy Reid snapped him up and brought him to Kansas City. And so you'll see more names being signed the next couple of days. The big stories in Dallas, of course, is that Ezekiel Elliott is apparently flying back to Dallas from Cabo San Lucas. And you can look at this two ways. He just had enough of Cabo San Lucas and uh, just said, hey, I'm going to come back just in case I sign a contract. Because remember, 
Cowboys, it's opening day is Sunday. There's a game Thursday night. That's the Rams, I told you. That's the Bears and the Packers in Chicago. But on Sunday, the games are for real. And now in Vegas, there's odds on whether Ezekiel Elliott, even if he signs, say, Friday, because it's already Tuesday, if he were to sign, would he be able to play? In the fr- of course he will. Here's the thing I don't get about these people. If he, if he doesn't sign until, like, say, Friday, how's he going to play? How's he going to learn the plays? Learn what plays? He goes there, shows up. He's already working out. And then they give a play and they say, here, Zeke, here's the ball. Pick out a hole, any hole. we got a great offensive line up there. You know how to do this. I love the fact that there are odds in Las Vegas that Ezekiel Elliott, prior to the Vegas people and the offshore betting line people, had them as plus 200 that he wouldn't play. Or no, t- plus 200 that he would play. In other words, if you lay $100 and he actually played on Sunday, you would get $200. Of course, they quickly took that number down when they found out he was coming back to Dallas and then finally realized that if he does come back to Dallas and they do work out a deal, anytime between now and Saturday or even Sunday morning, Ezekiel Elliott will play. In fact, let me make that my first stone-cold, guaranteed, lead pipe lock. There is no bigger lock in sports this weekend than Ezekiel Elliott toting the football for the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. Do I have to repeat that, Robin? Did you mark the tape? Marking the tape. Mark the tape, 2.09 Eastern Time on this Tuesday, September 3rd. Ezekiel Elliott will be lugging the football for the Dallas Cowboys. That's what I'm saying right now. And the phone lines are open as of right now. What better way to open up the phone lines, Robin? 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669 is the number to call. We're talking football. And by the way, I want to thank A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez, who taught me a lot about baseball the last couple of days. First of all, his wife is getting marriage suggestions from RGB, RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who's 86 years old, going through a lot of medical things, but now out there and in public, people were wondering whether they were hiding her, whether she was dead. She's not dead. And it's amazing that this woman, through all the different bouts of cancer that she's had, is out there. And, and somehow, the interesting thing, you know what A-Rod's engaged to, right, Robin? J-Lo. J-Lo, who I believe has uh, had a little bit of experience with this marriage thing. She's asking Ruth Bader Ginsburg for advice on how to have a long, happy marriage. She could have just asked me. If you're a celebrity and you marry a celebrity, chances are, I'd say 90 to 10, that you're not going to have a long and successful marriage. Not because I root against that, because it's statistically proven that most celebrities who marry other celebrities, except back in the old days when people stayed married until they were 90, do not stay married forever. It's just a statistical fact, not an opinion. So she's asking Ruth Bader Ginsburg for tips on marriage. But I don't care about tips on marriage. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll uh, do what they do. What I love from A-Rod, and this was on Sunday Night Baseball, Robin, nationally televised game, when A-Rod said, 
And I've taken that because I'm using that for this show. He said it's much better when you have even amount of runs in a baseball game than when you have an odd number of runs. So, in other words, the Phillies were playing the Mets on Sunday Night Baseball. Okay. And the Phillies were up 3-1. to one. And A-Rod, because the Phillies had a man on second base, he said you need him to score because when you have an even amount of runs, in other words, 4-1 to one is better than 3-1. to one. Okay. And then A-Rod went on to talk about how a grand slam can't beat you, which really made no sense. Because if you're up 4-1... to one, and you give up a grand slam, that means the team that hits the grand slam would be up five to four. Am I wrong here? My math isn't good. But I know that if you're winning four to one, yeah. and you give up a grand slam home run to the opponent, yes. four plus one is five. Even common Last core math people yes. would figure that out. But so A-Rod being you know, roundly ridiculed, and he should be. He's making a gazillion dollars. He played baseball. He's a Hall of Fame baseball player. And that's the kind of insight we got? So I'm using that same theory on this show. And I want to thank A-Rod because this show is so much better with an even number of followers than it is with the odd ones. (laughs) Although we prefer (laughs) the odd ones and we have more odd ones, but it's better when we have the even number of followers. Okay. So right now we're, we're at an even number, so it's pretty good right now. No, actually we're at an odd number. Aren't we? Let me see. let me do. No. You know what? Let me give you an update. Forty-eight is an even number. Uh, no, no, we have way more followers than that. I know that, but I'm saying it ends in an even number. Oh, okay. What's the matter with you, Robin? Well, you know, sometimes you don't exactly make sense. I always make sense on this show. <laughs> I even broke it down the A Rod quote about baseball runs to affect this show. Have you prepared any material for the show today, like this, Robin? Yes. Let me see your copious notes. Let me see them right now. Show me what you got. There they are, ladies and gentlemen, holding up to the camera. <laughs> and you wonder why she gets multiple. No, no, no. I have pages, 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 Tony. I see pages. empty pages there. <laughs> pages, Tony. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Oh, my. Anyway, that's your baseball. And then let me get back to baseball. Okay, back to baseball. There's been a lot of baseball, except in Philly where there's really not much hope. The Mets now, people are ripping them all over the place. Oh, they went out and did all these moves, and now they're, they're falling apart again, and their chances of making the postseason. Let me give you my postseason thoughts right now, Robin. And by the way, the phone line's 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Phone lines are open if you yes, want to call in. Yes, you'll hear in my lovely voice answering the exactly. phones. If you dial 215-462-TONY. Meanwhile, let's go to baseball action, yo. Shall we? So what did we miss over the weekend, or in my case, over the last uh, eight days? Eh, not much. I mean, Justin Verlander, we missed that. 14 strikeouts over the weekend. Third no-no. The Astros in Toronto. Astros... Sorry, Yankee fans. Right now, the Astros got the best lineup, best pitching staff in baseball. Does that guarantee them that they're going to win the American League and go to the World Series? Nah, but I'd take the Astros any day of the week over the New York Yankees. Not because I'm a Yankee. Cody Ballinger ripped number 44 yesterday. 
now leads the uh, big leagues, 44 home runs. And then you got Pete Alonzo, Mike Trout, Christian Yelich, all with 43 down the stretch. Will one of these guys wind up, or many of these guys wind up with 50? You would think so. There's like 25, 26 games left. The way Bellinger and Mike Trout, how can you bet against Mike Trout to be the first of 50? It doesn't matter whether he's the first of 50. I think all these guys are going to get 50 home runs. How easy has it been, and I've been saying this since March, before anybody even knew what baseball was, or cared. The home run ball is jumping out at record numbers. And I want to thank the Minnesota Twins over the weekend who hit five home runs in one game, Robin. Five home runs and lost the game. But the good news for the Twins is that they, the record for home runs by a team in a single season was set way, way back last year in 2018 by the New York Yankees who had 267 home runs in 2018 and now with 25 or 26 games to go. Your Minnesota Twins are up to 268 home runs. As I mentioned, they hit five and lost the game to the Tigers over the weekend. The the Detroit Tigers, 10 to 7. Chicks may dig the long ball, but if you only can score seven runs with five home runs, maybe you should start mixing in a couple of singles. Or a couple of salas, too. Have you seen some of those guys in the American League? I would call them beefy. That's why it's an inferior league. If you look at the American League top to bottom, there is a lot of garbage. Let's be honest. Yeah, the good teams are really, really good. But the bad teams really, really, really suck in the American League. The National League, though, they got a lot of shit teams, too. But at least the shit teams in the National League aren't as shitty as the teams in the American League. You're not getting that kind of, A-Rod's not breaking that down on Monday Night Baseball or Sunday Night Baseball or whatever night he's working. So now the only race, I think the only real legit race left is that National League Central. And here's what's interesting to note here, as Vin Scully used to say. Cubs and Cardinals will play seven of their last ten games of the season against each other head-to-head. That may decide it. If not the division, certainly the wild card. And there's no doubt the Washington Nationals, if they somehow find a way to catch the Atlanta Braves, they're either going to win the division or they'll be the first wild card. You could pretty much lock in Washington or Atlanta, depending on what happens at the top of the National League East. But it looks like Atlanta's going to win the division. Washington's going to win the first wild card. So all that's left now is that second wild card. And there's a lot of teams involved, including the Phillies. And you know as a Philadelphia, not apologist and not a homer, but a man who watches the local ball club, despite wearing those hideous and racist red hats every single Sunday. Pretty much every day, unless they wear a stupid alternate uniform in uh, in their maroon helmets. Are maroon helmets as offensive as red hats right now, Robin, in America? Sleep on that one and get back to me. In the National League wild card, the Phillies have 26 games left. So let's do some simple math now. There are 26 games left in Cincinnati. They won uh, yesterday. 17 of the 26 are away. And 20 of the remaining 26 games are against teams with winning records. So does anybody out there think that they're already on another tear because they beat Cincinnati 7-1? to The problem with trying to figure out the Phillies is just when you think they're about to snap out of it again, 
they snap right back into it and throw another turret out there in a disgraceful performance by either the starting pitching, the bullpen, the defense, or the offense. Other than that, they're a perfectly constructed ball club and could go all the way. Washington and the Cubs or St. Louis, those are the three teams in the National League. In the American League, you got Tampa Bay, Cleveland, the A's, all of them with 58 losses right now, and there's only two spots. And the bottom line is whoever wins the wild cards, you know who they'll get to play? The winner of the wild card in the American League, either the Yankees or the Astros. So while everybody's excited, and I know the Rays and the Cleveland fans and the A's fans, when you look at their teams and their payrolls, they're showing you you can win with young players. You can win with good management. You may not win at all, but at least you're giving your fans something to cheer for all summer long, just like they have in Tampa for the few fans who still show up, just like they have in Cleveland, and just like they have in Oakland. So give them some credit. The problem is you're going to face the Astros or the Yankees in the first round of the playoffs if you survive that wild card game. So everybody's excited in those few remaining cities where there's still a chance to get into the postseason. Remember, how can we call it a postseason if it's only one game? What other sport calls one game a postseason? Now, I know you can say the NCAA tournament because it's one and done. But are you getting all excited about baseball wild card games? When you're busting your – look at the Mets. They've been busting their asses. They played well. Now they're sizzling. They're fizzling out a little bit up and down, and their chances of making the wild card not very good, just like the Phillies. Even though the Phillies are still two games, two and a half games out, does anybody think that they're a legitimate playoff team? No. So there's your baseball update, Robin. Did you like that? I got one more. Do we have a caller on the line? We do. We do. All right, let's go to the phone. Let's go up to Connecticut, where people try to get out of there. But when Trevor gets out of Connecticut and he comes back here to go to a wedding, things go terribly, terribly wrong, it seems. Let's get a recap, because the last time we saw him was last week at the at the, the, the Luigi Curto Funkin' Fantasy Draft Night. It yes, was a Saturday. Draft. Wasn't that a Saturday night? It was a Saturday night. It was two Saturday nights ago. At Moonshine here in Philadelphia. Correct. Luigi had the gang in there at Moonshine doing their fantasy football draft. Trevor took time out of his trip down to the Philadelphia area from Connecticut to go to a wedding. And that's where things went terribly, terribly wrong. And now to give us the rest of the story, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Trevor from your 203. Trevor, you you gave us a little hint that things could go bad when we saw you at Moonshine. How bad did they really get? Let's say this. I got bad. Um, I know he doesn't listen to the show. Are you in your? Are you in a car? Drive, are you mobilizing right now? Yeah, I, I was at the doctor for three hours getting blood drawn and everything for a physical. How about that? Three oh, hours man. to take blood. That's got to be the worst. Uh, what's the name of the person who does that? Phlebitist. Phlebotomist. Phlebotomist. That had to be the worst yeah. phlebotomist ever. Three hours to take out. How many would they take out? Two gallons of blood? Uh, I had a physical, and they wanted to do, like, my, my doctor My doctor's wonderful, and she's really hot and attractive, so I give her all the time I need anyway. So, so did your doctor do the first? Did your female doctor do the prostate exam? I was going to say. Yes. 
Nor she did not, unfortunately. So, so, outrage, but you, so there's a smile on your face when she says, bend over. <laughs> Maybe not sure totally yet, but she's not asked that question yet. Okay. Did you so, tell her you were an ass man? Did you tell her you were an ass man when you, when you went to your doctor? <laughs> I don't want no Me Too movement after I know there's patient-client privilege here, but I'm not asking, you know, like if you went on a date with her. I'm just asking, you know, how far she went as far as total physicals. Because when I get a total uh, physical, I mean, that's everything. That's undercarriage, you know, that's the... Uh, that's the rust. I get the extra. Rusty Jones comes in and makes sure there's no damage underneath in the undercarriage. Oh, yeah. Def- Beto O'Rourke comes Definitely. in and checks my tire pressure. I mean, I get the full thing going, man. Where? They were, um, did she ask you to cough? How about that? Did, she, did she cradle your well, testicles and ask you to cough, detect, you know, to check for testicles or, or maybe some sorts of unknown growth in the testicular area? Yes. That's a good job out of you. <laughs> yes, she's great job on me. So let's get this. Let's get this back to the wedding story. Okay, yes. so, let's get back to the wedding. I thought maybe there'd be an engagement, or you proposed to her, or you we, know, maybe go out on a date or can something. Can we just rehab? So, from our point of view, we knew that you had jettisoned over from Atlantic City because the it was the uh, bachelor party, I believe. Correct. It was a joint bachelor and bachelorette party. Right. How do you have a joint bachelor and bachelorette party? Seriously. I, I As my friend Gary Radnich once, my Gary Radnich would say, Who does that? Who has time? Robin, it was all the way I, down. Yes, it was. As Gary I Radnich would say, Who does that? Who has time? I said that out loud at first. Like, no, this is a horrible idea from the start. And, and the bride said, well, it's happening. So, Wait, were they I in the same way? Was, was the bachelorette party and the, what's the chick one called? The bachelorette party? The bachelorette yeah. and the bachelor Lord. party. Were they both in the same club? Same house. Same house? So, yeah. Are you kidding me? So the guests from both the bachelor and the bachelorette party were all in the same house together? Yes. And then they were supposed to do separate events, or were they? Pretty, doing- they did. They did separate events. I didn't get back till eleven a.m. and they were all gone. And somehow they left the house open. So I went down. I jettisoned to Atlantic City. Wait, a minute, so wait, 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 wait. Before we continue, how do you have a bachelorette party with a bunch of whiny chicks, and a bachelor party with a bunch of slapdick dudes in the same house? Did they share a DJ? Did you guys go in and go Dutch on the DJ? And did they have separate party areas? Did they have separate party rooms? How did this work? I'm trying to visualize bachelor and bachelorette parties in the same house. No, no, they did all the stuff outside the house, but everyone stayed at the same house anyways. So the house was just in lieu of a hotel. They had a big house, yeah, and and they were sharing costs. Okay, yeah. I, I I can sort of understand that. Now, before we continue, let me do one of these for this entire operation. Can I give you the guys' names? So you okay. Their, their names are Tyler Paz and Kenzie Hummus. I, I have, they, they're both slapdicks. Oh. Wait, so. these are your good friends. You're naming well, them. You're doxing them. No, you're outing them. He's going to explain in just a minute why he's doxing them because something happened. So, Trevor uh, was bored. 
Uh, he did not. Want- I was like, they wanted to go golfing. I was like, I don't want to go golfing and stuff. And so I would sit down to Atlantic City, and I knew a lot of fucking fantasy draft was happening that same day. Let me go to Atlantic City, chill up the sports books, and head on up to uh, Moonshine. And, so and I was how- like, okay, I got. So that's how come you were at Moonshine, was that you ditched the one portion of the bachelor party, bachelor slash bachelorette party, because you didn't want to go golfing. You went, did a little gambling in Atlantic City, and then you headed back to Philly so that you could be part of this, uh, the, the, the live draft. And then after that, you said that you were probably going to be heading back. I head back. They got all pissed about it. And they told me, hey, meet us at this bar and we'll be there. I was the. They picked me and my buddy out. And we went there. We were there for three hours. And I said, "Fuck this." We went home. I just started packing. I said, "I just had enough of you guys." Personally, I started packing my stuff. They told me, "Get your shit out of here and go home." Get out. So I was Get like, out. "Yes." They pulled the Harry Mays card. So I pretty much like I don't feel like going right away. So I slept in my car Saturday night, dude. Did you have Jewel with you at least? I mean, you know, she still likes to hang out in cars and parking lots and shit, from what I hear. <laughs> okay, I wait. pretty much slept in my, my car outside the house. Wow. Now, people are ripping you yeah. on the message board. Big Sexy 69 says, for the love of God, get to the fucking story. This show's only three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I st- I'm quick. That's an exact quote. Yes. Because I know Beto O'Rourke could curse on the network television. I don't like to use bad words unless I'm quoting someone, and I was quoting directly from Big Sexy, Big right. Sexy 69. So, so you're sleeping in the car. Now it's Sunday morning. and Sunday morning. I left at 3.30 in the morning. I got home, I got home to, back to Connecticut on 8.30 in the morning. Dude. I didn't talk to any of them for almost a week except my one buddy because he wanted to know what's going on. Because the, dude was trying, the, the groom was no. trying to fight me as well. When's the wedding? Oh. October 5th, the weekend of the Jets-Eagles game. All right. Okay. And, and, he's, a, and he's a Cowboys he's, he's a Cowboys fan, now, too. Now, you're supposed and, to be one of the groomsmen, right? Yes. I am one of the groomsmen. And I got, two days ago, like yesterday, I got a check card reversal of $177 for the tux I ran in. And I asked all my buddies, did you guys get this and stuff? He's like, no, no, no. So I was like, okay, they probably just cut me out of the wedding. So. Well, that's a good thing. Now you can save all the money for the presents, the tucks, and you can just say, screw it. Take the money, buy 16 cases of beer, go to the Jets-Eagles game, get wasted with all the other uh, stunads in the parking lot who have to drink excessively before going and watching a football game, and your life will be much better off as a result. True. So you still but haven't I don't talked like to them? Sh- I, had, I texted my one buddy, Tyler. He's like, hey, I just got $177 back to my thing. He's calling me at 530 today, so I'm about to get the answer because if you just cut me over giving my money back and not telling it to my face, I think he's totally gutless. Yeah. If that's really and he's a big-time loser. Seriously, like you, you I think you should you should send him a note. Just text him, come at me, bro. <laughs> I think if you just write yeah, him in it. all caps, come at me, bro, I think this could end very, very neatly, and uh, there won't be any problems in October. You, know, you got a whole month. You got a whole month to just figure out what you're going to do. I mean, I think when it's a win-win. you're not going to go to this stinking, lousy wedding that you don't want to go to anyway. You're going to save money, so that's kind of a win. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. That's the best part. But I just think my buddies, one of my other buddies said, we should crash it. I was like, that's not a bad idea either. 
AJ in San Antonio, Hurricane Dorian hovered over the Bahamas in less time than Trevor's story here. Wow, that's a... Well, we do thank you. We, we, since, we went, since we saw the, the defection in action, uh, we thank you for the update. And let us keep no us problem. I, I, just, I, I didn't want to tell you guys over your break. I wanted to tell everyone on the show first day back. I'm well, glad to have you guys back. Thanks. Well, thank you very much, Trevor. Everybody now knows thank the you. rest. As Paul Harvey would say, now you know the rest of the story. Good day. Thanks, Trev. But I want to play a little bit of this, Robin. Can you crank this up again? Because we haven't had enough music on the show today. And it's September. And I like to play September songs in September. Especially when you got earth, wind, and fire. Yo. Robin, have you forgotten how to operate audio? No, you're supposed to turn it up on your... It is turned all the way up. It cannot be. Yes, it is. It was just an RCH. That wasn't the difference. You turn everything no, down, right? it's all the way up, Tony. Jesus. Jeez. Tyler and Mackenzie. That's a white claw couple for sure. <laughs> I just turned it up on your board. Bullshit. Mine was all the way up. No, I just did it right there. I guess when you get older, it's hard to tell when it's all the way up. I still have no problem with that, Tony Bruno. David Conrad in Las Vegas says to, uh, to Trevor, just send them a Popeye's chicken sandwich gift card and everything. Maybe by uh, October 5th, they'll have more chicken sandwiches in Popeye's fried chicken. Let's see. Oh, we're going to do a big fried chicken promotion. But shit, maybe we should get some more chicken. Can you imagine that, Robin? Imagine a chicken chain that just, by the way, didn't just open for business. It's nuts. Deciding to sell fried chicken sandwiches and I then not have enough chicken sandwiches. I know the big rube would never have that problem. It's an outrage. Hey, Tony, can you please explain to S Falcon 39 that Luigi does not know how to work everything? He still has to ask me on how to work everything. Exactly. He doesn't even know how to turn the mics off. I know. Oh, I think he does how to do that. But for whatever reason, S. Falcon is under the impression that if there's anything that goes wrong, that we should ask Luigi. By the way, it was his birthday yesterday on, on Labor Day. S. Falcon? Yes, and you remember? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hold on a second. We have something for you, S. Falcon 39. It is right. Popeyes ran out of sporks and napkins. That was another one of the problems they had. This is your We'll play this uh, classic from Neil Diamond for you, too, on our special request, September morning. It's actually September afternoon. Now, Robin, Tony, we have somebody else on hold. I know, but hang on, please. Stay for just a while. Stay and let me look at you. Stay and let me look at you. Come on, you don't like so this, uh... I hardly knew you Standing in the door Stay with me a while I only want to talk to you. Yeah, that's what they all say. I only want to travel halfway around the world to find ourselves again. September morning. September morning. We danced until the make this a lady's choice. A brand new day. Grab the man, woman, he, Two who, him, what, where, thou, whoever you want to call him. September morning still can make me feel that 
<laughs> now, Tony, we have somebody else on hold right now who I already told him that you and I, because we were so balls to the walls with our vacation that we did not get a chance to fully integrate the, the, the necessary changes for the uh, Stump Jose on Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. So uh, Jose's on the line because he is being the responsible one and calling us when he's supposed to be calling us. But we have not been responsible. So we're not so because we're not of the long extended holiday and all the white claw cans that have to be disposed of. We are and not all ready. of the Corona light bottles that Johnny's going to have to dispose of. Not only of. are we not ready, but we are not worthy of his expertise yet. Exactly right. So we will pick it up, Jose. What up, by the way? What up, yo? What up? Jose. Hello? What up? What up, yo? What up, Brunos, and what up, Miss Robbins, and what up, Twitch Nation? What up, yo? Now, I completely forgot it was Tuesday. I didn't even realize yesterday was Monday. I know. It's been what up, Labor Day? What up? We Other was... than that, uh, we got some breaking news from the Miss Robbins here regarding my, uh, my, uh, my, uh, opposing, my opposing competition. Now, people, are, out, people are outraged. That uh, that somehow we both forgot that there was Stump Jose on Taco Tuesday, but Robin has made the official call as the official executive producer and key grip on this show. I was just not prepared for it. <laughs> that means triple buy for Jose. This it is it a does. triple buy. Yep. So I get. I've only done buys. double buys before. I've never done a triple buy. That could be dangerous. I saw that on American Ninja Warrior last night. You just can't hit that triple buy, man. I tell you. I know, but out of out of respect of executive Miss Robbins, yo, I get another bye week going into next week again. Exactly. Now you're going to have another week. See, but you don't study up. You're not one of the. You're not like the spelling bee kids. I'm not those who, kids, who get, man. Who get the, the all these books and look up words? Nope. And then, you don't have to do that. This is just uh, knowledge. No. no. You, you don't. Just, you don't. You don't. You don't dare then cram an encyclopedia. You just know this stuff. It's it's organic. It's very simple. All I have to do is reset the brain, reset my mindset, and gear it up after week one of the season. So are you able to, you're able to clear the cash, so to speak, Jose? What does that mean, Ms. Robbins? You're, you're able to hard boot, clear the cash? I cleared the cash, the cash from my, uh, my, from my down, wallet last week. I shut, I shut down the brain after the bye weeks, and all of a sudden I have to reset the bye week. We shut it down again, so... Uh, that's, I, I do apologize. That's I, I, I'm giving myself a bump up. Yeah, we got it. Give I, I, her one of those, yo. I'm perfectly ready and willing to go and do it today. Are you? I don't know what Robin's problem is. I'm ready to... I don't, I don't give... I don't do this... You know, I wasn't really prepared for this. You time. know how many bump bump bumps I keep track of you giving Miss Robin today? How many? Four. How about five? Let's make now, her another have, one. We do have news, though. You gave her six. We do have news that we have a... The, we got news? Yes. The item... We do have what... Oh, I now know what Jose will be... The grand work, prize the is... The grand prize wait. that he will be working towards. Now, are we supposed to let him know what the grand prize is? Or is it going to be a surprise? Jose, what do you want to know? Do you want to know what you're working for? Or do you want it to Show be Show me what you're working with. Oh, that's a different song. Or as... as, or as um. Tadell said in uh, the movie um, Jerry Maguire. What show the, me the money. Show me the prize, yo. No, show me the money, he says. Show me the are, money, yo. There will be no exchange of cash or bodily fluids no, in this no, contest. No, no, no. This is, this is a prize that has been uh, prearranged. 
Mm. And so, do here's a question for you, Jose. Do you want to know what your prize will be if you win ten in a row? Or do you want to wait to see what the lovely Carol Merrill has behind door number three? <laughs> I want to see what's behind door number three later. <laughs> All right. Did you so remember Carol Merrill? Remember Carol Merrill? On- I don't remember. Let's Carol. make a deal, Monty Hall. Yo. Yes, let's make a deal. Oh, I and then the person would win something, and they'd say, "Would you like to take what you have right now?" Or I'll wait till door number three. Or would you like to have what the lovely Carol Merrill is standing behind door number three? I'll wait. I'll wait. What Carol, that lovely Carol has behind okay, door Okay, because it two. is a fantastic prize. So, I'll, wait, I'll wait as the weeks mount. And we're going to make right. this prize even better because today, ladies and gentlemen, I am ex- announcing exclusively that I have gotten my hands on two Popeye's chicken sandwich <laughs> gift cards. Yummy. Now, you may have to wait till Christmas before you can get one. By then, the Eagles will be in a home field advantage hunt ex- in the playoffs. Exactly right. Is it worth it? Yes, yes it is. I'll wait till, I'll wait till December. Right now on sale of the century. <laughs> right there on sale of the century through Popeye Chicken membership. <laughs> Get your free what up spicy chicken for five bucks. You know what they have to do they, at, at, at Popeye's now? They're going to have to give people numbers. Yeah. All right, number three now. We're serving number three. I got one more in the fryer right now. Oh, now that's a rat. I'm sorry, we got a rat. Would you settle for a rat? It's a little extra uh, no. crispy. No, but I'm going to put it in a roll anyway, and you won't know what you're eating, so get going. We got number four, yo. Number four. <sighs> Would you okay. like fries with that, Jose? I want fries, and I want some spicy chicken, some what up, Coke, with a light ice, yo. Light ice. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Coke? No Pepsis, yo. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jose... Thank you for being the responsible one in this relationship and calling us. And even though we were not ready for you, and we will be ready for you next week. We got to do some football predictions, Bruno. Yes, we will. Other than that, let's go to Soldier Field, yo. You want to do a Thursday night football prediction already, Jose? Yeah. Are you ready to release it? I'm just going to let mine marinate. I already already got mine already marinated. You got it all nice and ready. ready. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's play the NBC song, yo. I got it ready for you right here, right now, man. Here it is, Thursday Night Football. What up, Al Michaels? What up, Colin Short? What up, Princess Sapoya down on the field? What up, Soldiers Field? What up, Matt LaFleur and Rogers? What up, Max and Trubisky's and Robinson's and Nagy's? And a Boink Boink Parky? Um, I'm ready to make my selection early and often, yo. It's coming from my mouth. And you could do whatever you want with it, yo. I'm taking top bears over the Packers to start the season. But, you know, you got to go with point spreads. We're not just doing these silly straight I'm going up. four. I believe the line is three. I'll go four. So you think they're going to cover the three-point spread. Dean says fade the pick. But Dean's been faded for a long, long time. He was actually. He disrespected that. me in my tryouts, yo. Yes, he did. Dean was really, really mean. He's mean Dean, not mean Gene. He was good. Mean Dean, not so good. So, all you handicappers in what up, Desert Vegas? Yes. Take the top Bears plus the three. Not plus, they're favorite. They're favorite three. Just take the Bears with the three. No, you have to lay the three. You're not taking the three. You're We're going giving down the three. three, Bruno. You're giving the, bears. the three. You got to give the three. You don't take. We okay. We give the three. Just take the Bears. Give the three. Have a good night, yo, and take the Bears. There you have and it, say, what up, Michelle Sapoya? 
What up, Michelle Tafoyas? What up, Reynolds? Let's go down on the back upstairs for that. Oh, Jose. Well, thank you, Bruno. Oh, yeah. Much of my Michelle Tafoya to start the season. Uh. <laughs> All right, Mr. Jose, we will talk to you. Friday. Friday. That's right, for the That's big Friday, Friday extravaganza, man. I got a doubleheader tonight. We got Luigi Handicap Fantasy Tuesday night. That's a beautiful exactly thing. right. We'll Other than that, have a good day, yo. All there right, he is. Let's, get, let's put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen, for the man, the myth, the greatness that is, Jose from Norristown, PA, yo. Oh, Jose doing impressions of Michelle Tafoya. That's hysterical. That wasn't a good Michelle Tafoya, but at least he gave her credit and love. What up, Gail? (laughs) You know, EKT8750 says we got to give Jose one of those because Cody Parkey isn't there anymore. Did he say Cody Parkey? If he did, I must have missed it. Maybe he did. What up, George Wentz? Did you see the? Uh, I showed you that clip. Uh, the, the the stuff that uh, Peyton Manning's doing. Yes. The thirty for thirty oh. stuff. It's really funny. He, so is. he's got George Wentz, the guys it's that did Peyton's place. Yeah, but the guys that did the Bears on Saturday Night Live. George Wentz from yep. obviously Cheers, and the other dude who do the whole Ditka thing. Yeah. And they pour in a big keg, a big uh, bowl. Uh, gravy juice, beef mm-hmm. juice, beef, they, juice. beef juice, and they baptize him as a member of the Bears because yep. he's got a. And then he, his head comes out, and he's a he's a bear. He's he's Peyton Manning yep. with the Ditka mustache. And then he's like, Packers That's great suck. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he yells, "The Packers." Suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, George Wentz, great. I love that bit. That's one of those things that never gets tired. Now, Chris F twenty nine says, "Norm, I just met him two weeks ago at the Ale House." Which Ale House? Which one? There's like an ale house on every corner in most cities. Not ye old ale house. S Falcon 39 says, how many TVs do you guys? You have lots of remotes. Uh, We do. Uh, We have two TVs down here, plus each TV has two remotes. Because, of course, they have to make it difficult on us. Um, And then then this is not a remote. This is, I have a, a... a cordless phone for when the second line rings. It's very confusing around here. There's a lot. Sh- there's a lot of shit going on. People have no idea. This is like we were at the Air and Space Museum looking at all the the NASA stuff, and there's the the astronaut uh, Neil Armstrong's actual moonwalk suit. Right. Is in there and in glass enclosed. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, I got goosebumps when I'm standing next to that. I'm thinking that's the same suit that 50 years ago Neil Armstrong won. And the great thing about the Smithsonian. Museums in D.C., they're all free. They're all free. There's no admission. Yeah. Which is hard to believe when you, you know, talk about how much it costs to get into places. You know, we went up to the top of the World Trade Center in New York, which was phenomenal. If if, if you have not done this yet, we have been to New York, I don't know how many times. At no point had we ever gone to the Empire State Building, nor had we gone to Well, I went to the Empire State Building when I was like 12 years old when it was free to go up there. But I had never gone uh, because we're like, yeah, you know, the pricing, it's not really worth it. It's like $50 to go to the top of the 
Empire State Building. And so uh, with our friends, Johnny and Jackie, they said, you know what? We've never been. It's always been a dream. It doesn't matter how much it costs. We want to go. So we're like, okay, well, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Say we. And so we did. Not only did we do the Empire State Building, but we also did um, the top of the new um, World Trade World Center Trade number Center, one. Yes. One, number one. And I have to say, out of it, they were both worth it. But the World Trade Center, well, number it is one, 101 stories up. The but, Empire State Building only takes you up 89. Right. And it was very cool for the history and everything. But out of the two, the World Trade Center, the top there, the everything that they do and what they put together because they have videos and the, it was. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing and thing. And being up that high, you could see all the way to another state. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you can see New Jersey because yeah. it's not that far away. You but can... it was really, really, no, really it's, worth it's it. Great. I love it's going totally to New York. It's totally worth it. I love so going to New York. Recommend. I love going to D.C. You know, it's a great area. You could, three hours to get to Washington, not even two hours to get to New York. And we finally got into the inside of the Statue of Liberty. Because you have to plan that in advance. Well, we didn't get to the crown. We got to the yeah. pedestal. And we walked. We walked up. Exactly. 196 no, We did a lot of walk. My calf muscles, the first couple of days, you could tell I haven't been walking a lot. I mean, it, we were aching at the end yeah. of the night. We were walking like 10 miles a day. We slept real good. Real good. Yes. And then finally, after a week, now my calves are just really nice and tight. Are they tight? If I oil them all up, man. Yeah. I could be flexing. I'm going to be flexing soon. Unfortunately, it'll be my calf muscles only. It was, you know very, it was a great trip, and then and then in uh, Washington D.C. we did the hop on hop off bus tour, which we had not done before either because we were just bicycling around, and um, that was worth it because the people that were on the, the the drivers were giving all sorts of information that we hadn't known before. Well, I know all that shit, Robin. Oh, do you? You saw what I did, Universal Studios. I actually ran the. Uh, I, I was the actual tour guide yes, at Universal, Universal Studios Hollywood. That's, that's universal. You don't think there's a lot of stuff that you have to memorize to do that stuff? You, you think totally those people went off script. You did not follow the script. Well, I had a script, but I, that's what I'm saying. The people One who iota. work at Universal Studios when they do those Hollywood tours, they have to go on script. I had the uh, I I was allowed to improvise. Yes. So I had the script, and then I added. I wish s- some funny, funny stuff. I to wish it. there were cell phones back then that could have videotaped that entire thing because you were freaking hysterical. And even the actual real tour guide yeah. people that work that every day, because, you know, it's the same boring stuff or when you're doing it yeah. over and over again. And they said, hey, we're going to bring you guys in from the radio station because we were doing a promotion in L.A. And they said, you get to be the tour guide. So I grabbed the mic. And everybody that was on the tour bus or the, the train or whatever you call it, the, the tram. tram. The tram car. They were all uh, listeners, fans. And they got to have Tony Bruno do the tram tour narration spiel Spiel. (laughs) and it was so funny it was so funny and that was all ad lib and that's what i do i'm probably better at that because i can't go off scripts (laughs) except when i did the madden stuff that was all scripted you know the madden stuff was all scripted yeah but you didn't have long sentences did you yeah. Oh, you did? Because I thought it was like more short pieces. Well, there's, there's a variety of things. There's sentences. There's one words, which are tedious. But it's a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. I, I, there's no tape But there's the, the restaurant. There is no restaurant at the top. Now, yeah. I, no, there, but it, was, it wasn't like the original top of the world. Because I remember 
when the World Trade Tower, the Twin Towers were there, uh-huh. I would go to New York all the time and have dinner at the top of the world, it was right. called. And there was a restaurant on top of one of the World Trade Towers. <laughs> the new World Trade Center, number one, because there's going to be seven buildings there right. in the Total. World Trade. There's the World Trade Tower. I think four or five out of the seven are already built. Correct. But there's like a, there, I don't even, it wasn't really a restaurant. It was just like, go in there and get, I don't know if it was a buffet because we didn't go in because we well, had already eaten. it was eaten. a full restaurant. It was just But it wasn't in- elegant. No. It wasn't an no, elegant restaurant. it was restaurant. more of a And again, it was food on the thing. top and the view is amazing. But back in the day when you went up to world, the World Trade Center in New York. It was fancy schmancy. It was top of the world. Yeah, you got dressed up. Oh. You know, now you don't walk in with flip-flops and a tank top like yeah. people do now. Well, it's because the access for it is just for tourists. Exactly. Um, oh, shoot. Bloop. Went in and out of my head what I was going to say. Speaking of classy, you know, we're talking about the Popeyes and the stuff going on there. We be like class, like Tuborg poured in a glass. It's got class. We want to class up the show every once in a while, too, Robin. And I found this really lovely piece of music and art today that I'm going to play for the folks. I? Yeah, what's, you know, you got a glass of wine, right? How, whenever you see a glass of wine uh-huh. on a piano, really cool, right? Yes. So there's elegance. There's a okay, piano. It's beautiful. There's a piano player. Yeah. You know, the ivory and the black, the ivory yes. and the ebony There's keys a violin. And the red. So you got a piano and a violinist. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You have a glass of wine on a piano, and you have a lovely, lovely piece of music. And then what happens? And then... You get a master. Did I not send it to you, You did you, not send it to me. <laughs> we'll find that, though. Is it on your Twitter, Tony? I thought I sent it to you, Robin. That's what happens when we're running around because Robin had to go down to Reading Terminal Market and get a sandwich again. No, oh, you're blaming me. Piano. Don't worry, I'll do the joke after the piano bit if we can find it. Give myself one of those. I sent it to you. Nope. I'm looking for it not once, not twice, but three times, and it's definitely not there. So. Well, we'll get it. You should have told me it's not there, Robin, because I gave you all the list of all the videos I was, that I, I wanted. I did not determine that it was not there until you gave me a chance to look for it, and then I discovered that it was not there. Because sometimes when you s- insist that it is there, I do actually find it amongst the many, many things, but it is definitely not there. You're killing me today, Robin. Hey, what can I say? You're just absolutely, positively killing me. We have still have open lines. I want to get into the whole. Uh, I want to get into this uh, football season thing because it's. I don't. I don't sense the necessary excitement. And I don't mean going getting drunk, at a stinking tailgate kind of excitement. I mean that the games actually matter now, because as I've said a million times, I love all sports. I watch all sports. I've covered all sports, but there's no more special season in sports and football. And you are so excited about because it. whoever invented football. Whoever decided this should be played in the fall was a genius. Because summer's over. You play a sport in the summertime, people are on vacation. You know, baseball season goes on forever, so if people miss a week or two when they go away, you know, you're not really missing that much. You can get caught up. But football, every single game matters. And I don't know what quality we'll see this week because so many of the starters didn't play in preseason. So that's what would be the first thing we're going to watch on these opening games. Thursday night, Bears-Packers, the official kickoff, and then Sunday the rest of the teams will play, and then we'll have a Monday night game. But that's the, that's the thing that's going to interest me is 
Will the players, many of the quarterbacks, many of the skill position players who haven't taken one snap, I mentioned earlier Ezekiel Elliott with the Cowboys. You think he's going to miss a beat if he actually signs and plays on Sunday? No. Running backs and defensive ends, especially. Those guys you plug and play. Now, unless it's a you know, rookie coming in. But when you have a running back like Ezekiel Elliott, and players have proven this time and time again over the years, if they're in shape and they're working out, which Ezekiel Elliott's been doing, obviously, not just because when he's in Cabo, but all the offseason. These guys work out all year long. It's not like back in the day where guys had side jobs, you know, out of season to make ends meet. These guys don't need side jobs. They make a lot of money, the star players. So they're out there working out. They go on vacation and they work out. They go meet a couple of Bhutans and they work out. They go on little uh, cruises when they're big boats and they work out. So what happens is they're ready to go. You think Ezekiel Elliott's going to go out in Dallas and they're going to say, hey, Dak's going to say, you know, I don't, I don't know we're going to run here. You, you remember the plays from last year? I, I know we got a new offensive coordinator now. But, you know, there's only three or four plays we're going to run the ball. And then we'll dump it off to you on a little screen pass. How's that? Ezekiel Elliott does not need one snap. Now, if he fumbles on the first snap, you know, I'll be pretty happy as a Dallas Cowboy hater. And if he fumbles on the first snap, then Dallas Cowboy fans will be pissed off because they'll claim that, oh, you see what happens when you miss training camp? He fumbles the first snap. Big Sexy 69 said this show is starting to be a dumpster fire. What are you talking about, man? You're getting football breakdown. This isn't Mike Florio on profootballguest.com. This ain't no guessing here. I'm not throwing shit against the wall. I'm giving you hard, straight, knowledgeable football opinions. Not takes. Opinions. Knowledge. You follow me, Robin? I try following you, Tony. It's, it's hard to keep up sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news from the minor leagues. September call-ups in baseball. And yes, Nick Pavetta, who was just sent down by your fighting Philadelphia Phillies, has been called back up. And I'm sure he'll be in a great mood after being unceremoniously dumped, sort of like... Nick Williams, and sort of like uh, all the other guys that kept sending down the Phillies this season to the offseason. And then you'll see some of these young kids come up that we haven't seen. And so this is an interesting time of year. Robin, speaking of the most uh, leagues, speaking of the minor leagues, give Tony the, uh, the stats I sent you on that photo. What photo? Facts. Yes, I will be doing pregame shows again. For those who just missed it over the last couple of weeks, I will be doing on 97.3 FM. I'm trying to figure out. We'll find out later this afternoon because we're meeting with the folks over there at 97.3 and Joe Krause. I think it's starting this Thursday night, Robin. I, yes, it is. It is definitely starting this Thursday night. Well, I know the season is. I don't know if the first preseason, not re- I mean regular season game, my first preseason show will start leading up to the Bears-Packers Thursday night game. If I uh, Do we have confirmation of that? We have confirmation that you are definitely we just don't know the confirmation of location. But I'm so doing it. So I'm doing a six to being, eight PM yeah. pregame show Thursday night leading up to the Bears and Green Bay Packers on NBC. Where? 
It will be at a location. We'll find out the locations, and we have them all nailed down by this afternoon. So we'll be doing it, obviously, here in the Philadelphia area. We're not going to, we're not going to venerable soldier field. I'd love to, and I've been there. But we'll be doing the shows from various locations. And then on, on Sundays, when the Eagles play on Sunday, home or away, we'll be doing pregame shows then. Monday Night Football, whoever is on, I'll be doing pregame shows from 6 to 8. And then Thursday night, whoever is on, I'll be doing pregame shows. Right. So three different football shows. While Tony clears his nostrils. Yes, sorry. <laughs> did I take an allergy pill? Did you give me an allergy pill? I did not. I didn't give you any pills this morning. i got to do a sinus wash after all that New York and yes. Washington, D.C., Flotsam and Jetsam. I haven't done that. And, yes, it will be simulcast on Twitch. Correct. So the shows will be done. Not only on our Twitch channel at Bruno Nation Live, Twitch TV, Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. They'll be live on the air on 97.3 FM. If you can't get the radio station, you can get the app. And then you can listen to the audio there. Right. And then you can also hear the audio on all of our audio platforms. Spreaker, wherever you hear the show. You can hear a replay. Well, the podcast will be available afterwards. But the thing about these shows versus the regular everyday shows is that they'll be specifically aimed at that one night. Right. So, you know, you know, do you want to hear a pregame show the next day after the game's over? Now, if I'm spouting incredible knowledge and giving you winners and all of the other stuff that you demand be, and expect, because I will be releasing. And the best part about doing it before the game, I will be releasing it before the game. So there won't be any of this confusion. Now, as far as Sunday's games, I'm not just going to be re- doing the Eagles pregame mm-hmm. and making a pick on that game. I will still release on Fridays, Robin. The original, world-famous, stone-cold, guaranteed, often imitated, never duplicated, stone-cold lead pipe locks, Robin. You're not getting that anywhere else. Nope. And you know how much I'm going to charge for these? (gasps) Oh, well, I mean... Not $39.95 per week. Those are expensive, Tony. Not even $29.95 per week, ladies and gentlemen. I know Twitch isn't on radio. You're going to see the you can hear Twitch on the audio as well. You can watch us on Twitch. You can listen to us on Twitch. I know how this works. You can tip us on Twitch. You can send us bits on Twitch. You can subscribe to this bitch on Twitch. You can call Robin a bitch on Twitch, but she wouldn't like that, and you probably she'd probably smack you in the face if she so. Even I don't go there. But. Stone Cold Guaranteed Locks on this show on Fridays. Stone Cold Monday Night Lock, Monday nights. Stone Cold Thursday Night Game Lock, Thursday pregame. Correct. Does it get any easier? Does it, could it be any easier for anybody? And then, on to- I mean, you are just going to be everywhere. On top of which, uh, TJ Reeves does the Three Dog Thursday podcast which is available through Vegas Insider, and you are going to be on there talking about the underdogs. You now, are going to be so... F- people, I know, I'm going to be... You're, my oh. head is going to start looking like... My face will look like a leather football. Yes. And I've seen a lot of guys out there on the beaches this summer <laughs> who look like leather footballs when they get older and just stand There's out in the sun. women that look like a leather football. Well, yeah, that's a, that goes... That's, I don't See, I don't want to go there, Robin. Yeah, well, I did. And Dean points out, Tony, if you get your pick wrong, Will we get Thailand cricket absolutely free for the month of September? And you're throwing in a KHL league pick for free as well? Absolutely. And I always make these guarantees. 
that it, when I make it a stone-cold guaranteed lead pipe lock, if I don't win, I then will give you college football bowl selections and the NBA All-Star game absolutely free. And then I start off, any any other picks, I will give you even more bonus-free content. You're not getting that, A.S. You're not getting that anywhere else. When are you going to sleep, Tony? There's no sleeping on this job, Robin. There's no sleeping during football season? You have to be prepared season? 24-7, which is why I don't do fantasy. Because if I were doing fantasy, then I would be thinking just about me. It would be just about me. Right, Fantasy right. players have to think about... They're, it's a very selfish... It is a, it is a selfish, selfish... And, and you know me, I'm not a selfish kind of guy. No, you're very and, giving. And so when I'm doing things, I could say, you know, hey, listen, screw the audience. What are they doing for me? I got to get my fantasy selections in. So I'm going to spend every waking hour on my fantasy team. And if you want to do that, go right ahead. I'm not telling you not to. I'm telling you that instead of me focusing on my selfish fantasy teams, where I would probably beat everybody out there because, let's be honest, do you know who I am? No, I'm not doing that. I'm... Sorry. I tried to keep a straight face. I really did. I'm, I'm putting my personal gain aside so that I can just focus on the things that matter to you, not just to me, your humble radio and Twitch and Internet correspondent. Very humble. Not since humble Harvey Miller was a great DJ back in the 60s and 70s have you had this kind of humility. Tony, uh, people are asking the times of the shows. Well, let's see. If the game is 8 o'clock on Thursday nights, which they are, they kick off at 820. I'm figuring 6 to 8. So it's 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Monday nights, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Thursday nights. That, of course, is East Coast time. The rest of the time zones, you'll have to figure it out accordingly because I ain't got no time for that. It's yes. pretty simple. And so, 820 again, is 520 on the you will uh, be east, able to listen west. to it live on Terrestrial Radio 97.3 ESPN. Um, if you are unable to get the signal over the air, you can download their app and listen to it anywhere you are, no matter where in the country you are. Plus, it will be simulcast on Twitch, so you'll be able to see it visually, exactly. and you'll be able to listen to So you'll to be able audio. to see, feel, and you could probably touch if you come out to the, the places where we'll be doing these shows Correct. live. We'll be able to slap backs, kiss babies, do a sign mad, whatever you need. We'll do it for you. And yes, Bill Gladney down there in North Carolina, chiming in now on our Twitch stream, I'm truly touched that you're not doing fantasy for me. That's how I am. That's how, that's, you've seen that. You've been, you've been here. That's how Tony is. He's a in giver. In the wine cellar. You've seen it. He's a giver, not a taker. Absolutely. <laughs> I would actually agree with that in many ways. <laughs> and on Sundays, you know, depending on the start. Right. Because the pregame show on Sundays is going to be Eagles-centric. But I'll, I'll, I'll dabble with other right. games, too. But that'll, be an, that'll only be an hour on Eagle Sundays because then I have to go to the actual Eagles pregame show with Merrill Reese right. on the Eagles radio network. So I'll be doing the hour prior to the Eagles pregame show. So I'll be doing my own version. So I'll have some fun. It won't be Eagle-centric, but I'll have, of course, give you the Eagle knowledge that only I possess. And then whatever I learn from John Clark when he goes to the airport waiting for Melvin Gordon to show up because he's following the Eagles on Twitter now, and that's the big story over the weekend. Did you see Melvin Gordon started following the Eagles on Twitter? You know what that means? Do you know what that means, Robin? Do I know what that 
You know what that means? What does that mean? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Just like when LeBron James came to the Philadelphia area and started going up to the exclusive mainline areas in yeah. Lower Marion and Villanova and all the ritzy, shitsy neighborhoods where millionaires live. He was here looking around, and all of a sudden, LeBron's going to come here, and he's going to sign with the 76 I don't even want to talk about LeBron. I'm just disgusted with him right now. The whole Taco Tuesday, trying to get it, make it his, just made me all annoyed. Now, the the situation with the parking, like people are asking now about, will we be doing shows from the stadium complex? And it doesn't appear that that's the case. Right. So so the reason why we were going to be doing shows from the parking lot, uh, sort of like tailgating, was if there was no location that was sponsoring the show, and then they wanted to have it there. Right now, it looks like we're going to have sponsors for all three days, and we're going to be in different locations for each one. And uh, and I love I love hanging out, but you know, there's like 50 shows that do part. Right. Uh, there are shows in now, the parking lot. Now there might still be an occasion. And the where parking we do lot, that. by the way, we're not doing it like right at the entrances because no. they that's exclusively for the rights holder, right. which is WIP. And even though 97.3 FM in New Jersey is a rights holder as well they still have to defer to the Eagles Radio Network Correct. because they're basically an affiliate, a satellite of the right. Eagles Radio Network. And there are many stations around the country and around New Jersey and Pennsylvania and Delaware that are what we call the Eagles Radio Network. So that's what goes on there. Now, it will not be sponsored by, by Blue Claw. It will not. Blue Chew. A Blue Chew? You know what Blue Chew kn- is? No, what's Blue Chew? Blue Chew is the uh, website where you can get Viagra for How less do you expensive. know that? Because it's been on TV. I've never heard of Blue Chew. I thought it was like some nasty fake tobacco. That was Big League Chew, remember? I, but that uh, wasn't blue. Purple. Purple Chew. Purple was Drank. Wasn't Big League Chew? Wasn't it will that- not be sponsored by Truly's or White Claw. Now, if they decide to sponsor it, I will, per- I, will, I will accept them. It doesn't mean I, I, I will drink it, but I don't, I don't denounce products that sponsor the show. In fact, no. I usually the, – the people that sponsor the show, I usually try – I haven't even tried the product. Yeah, I know. So, but uh, I normally do. Anything that I've endorsed, I always know something about it. I've like tried it. it. Like these glasses, these are thin optics. Right. We were, they were our sponsors for many years. And I love the product, and I still wear the product. Even though they, they changed uh, ownership, yep. and they are now going with a different marketing company, we're still wearing them because we like... So that's the difference. If, if Tony talks about a product, he actually endorses it and likes it. We've turned down products because of you not caring for it at all. Exactly. Not that I don't care for it. I don't like to endorse anything that I truly don't believe in or like. Right. It would be hypocritical. Like five-hour energy. Now, Five Hour Energy was a sponsor, and they Wait. were a big sponsor. But I, I didn't like Fox. it. But I gave them love, yes. and I and I, I read the product, I tasted it, and it, I, it didn't. I didn't like it. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't a good product. Well, you, true, but you didn't. You did not have a choice in that matter because that was a major sponsor. But we Fox. did it. We did it professionally. Oh yeah. We even did the whole thing. You know, Five Hour Energy. Energy now, no crash later. The whole and now they're huge. I know now they're mainstream. Now they're in every store. It was funny because right up there with your dick juices and all the other stuff. Dick juices. Remember we did the oh, whole story about dick yeah. juices and all the pills that yes. football players and baseball players are taking, yeah, not I, realizing that there's bad substances in those over-the-counter dick pills Falcon, that they sell at I gas will, stations. I will be at the location because I'm the one that has to run the video. 
So, yes, I will be there. Yes, Robin will be at all the locations. I set up the Twitch, but I won't be on the air. This is, this is I all I will be doing is manning the um, Twitch. Can you say manning if you're a woman? Yes, I can. I will be manning the Twitch channel and... No, seriously, what do you, what do you call it now? You know, I don't give a flying... Bleep? Bleep. What? No, and I'm not trying to be PC, but manning is... Goes back to the days when men were running the controls. I don't really care. So what's the proper term now? I am not PC, so I don't really give a flying fleep what it is, and I'm still going to call it Manning because that sounds good. I would not endorse things for a million dollars that I didn't believe in. I would think about it. You might try to like something that you maybe didn't like before. Like... Sushi. You don't care for sushi. Right. Everybody knows that you don't no, like sushi. But nobody advertises sushi. Well, but let's just say, Tony, this is a, actually a really good argument. Let's just say some sushi company decided that they were going to give Tony Bruno show a million dollars to advertise their sushi. What would you do? There's no because there's no such thing as no advert. There's no I'm advertising sure. for sushi. I'm trying to. I can, that, but that's not a that's not a really fair all right conversation. Um, sushi doesn't need advertising. Okay, how about uh, uh, salami, cold sausage? You don't care for that either. Well, they just had one a couple of weekends ago <laughs> here, in, down in the Xfinity Live here in South Philadelphia. <laughs> Lots about, of sausage. Facts. How about sausage? I'd cold. say I'd advertise sausage. Would you Would you then learn to like it? I eat sausage. I don't like cold Salami. sausage. That's what I'm talking about. So you'd warm it up. <laughs> Figure out a way. Oh, Tony Bruno. Jesus. Not, not gas station sushi. No. Ain't nobody eating that shit. God, I love sushi. God, I hate it. You know what I call it, Robin? Bait. I know. Bait. Where bait. I'm from, we call that bait. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business here. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Now, I gave you the... Uh, we, we got to do the so you didn't find the wine, piano, violin, and chill bit. I know. I got to rep Facebook today, too. And it's not my style to criticize on the show. I just make observations. So Facebook now is thinking about hiding the like button on Facebook. You know, you go on Facebook yeah. and everybody gets excited I when they have so agree many with that likes. One. You know why they're doing it? You won't agree. I don't agree with why they're doing oh, it. Oh, why are they doing why it? Why are they doing it, Robin? I'm glad you asked. Because they say that having a counter on your posts uh-huh. for people who don't get a lot of likes, it's, it makes them feel inadequate. So some slapdick with 20 followers posts something and has a million views, and then you post something that you think is really good, uh-huh. and it only gets 10 or 20 views. You feel inadequate, and you can't have people on a meaningless social media site like Facebook. It affects their lives, Tony. It's, and then, it affects and their here's the other thing. Worth. They want to get rid of the like counter on posts because then the people who feel inadequate when they don't get a lot of likes uh-huh. then delete those posts. And Facebook doesn't want people deleting posts because then they can't data mine more of your friends and family who go on there and like posts and post things hoping that people like it. You know what I'm saying right I now? I see. So, so when you start doing that, when people start saying, ah, oh, this sucks, I keep posting stuff and nobody likes it or 
or shares it. So in it, other words, it's participation trophies, as uh, says Duncan Exactly. Do you like that now? You like the idea of getting rid of likes, Robin? Well, I do know that it affects people negatively. I think that people live way too much through their social media and put way too much emphasis on whether they get likes or whether they have, you know, a thousand friends or and it it's meaningless. It really it's taken away from the one-on-one. So in that aspect, I agree with it, but I Well, Facebook isn't evil, yeah. let's be honest. It it started off as a legitimate thing. And then for a lot of people, they FaceTime, they see their family, they talk to their family yes. members all over the world. That's great. I do like that. But that's not what they're trying to, that's not what Zuckerberg no. is doing. His, his, it's all about data mining. Yeah. And talking about not turning anything out. They will, they will sell their mothers, their families for money. And it's not like they're struggling. They're making gazillions of dollars off this stuff. And God bless them. I'm, I'm a capitalist. You find a way to make a gazillion dollars, God bless you. But, but not, not when ex- you're not when you're not when you're doing things to people that are unjust. Not when you're now using this bullshit of, you know, we got I don't know about this like counter. That's going to make people feel inadequate. It's a, when when somebody goes out on a date and it's a first date, it's a blind date. Uh-huh. And things don't work out. Do you feel inadequate? No, you just move on. No, but now there are apps where you can score somebody and then the entire world can see whether somebody liked your date or not. Exactly. That's my point. Everybody wants wants instant gratification. Everybody wants to be liked. You know, and and when I notice on Twitter, when I see tweets that get like a million views, I'm like, not even views. I look at the people who post this stuff Uh and they have like no followers and they have like a million. And you always say they buy that. If you have no followers, you can't buy a million views. Yeah, can you? I, I think there are ways to do stuff like that. And I don't that know. I don't even that. care. To be honest, I don't really care. I just like, when I post stuff on Twitter, I just do it for fun, to be sarcastic, to, to, to basically touch nerves on some things. Because I, I can, it's like, it's like being an exterminator and turning the light on in the kitchen. Or just being a regular person and turning the light on. Like you mean like last night when I came down here and there's a big old water bug? Yes, it, like that. And it's still You turn it on, somewhere? so I post something on Twitter, and I know exactly. I know exactly what's going to happen because this is my trap. It's like putting a rat trap out well, can we, and wait for the rats to come in. Can you do that? Can you make a rat trap or a Absolutely. Trap down That's here? easy. No, getting, you, getting roaches, getting water bugs is hard. There's a bug. Trapping like people on Twitter and Facebook. It's large down here, and our cats have been doing a horrible job. They did not catch that sucker, and it's in here somewhere. It's probably under the sofa. Now, people are saying Black Mirror. I haven't seen that show. Have you seen that show, Robin? You watch all not. that crap on this. Uh, on Netflix and stuff. I have not watched that show, but I don't. I don't like this whole ranking people. It's bad enough, especially teenagers. My God, they're already so cruel, and then to have social media. No wonder teenagers are all effed up now. But you know, the bottom line is this: these people are geniuses because they came up with a product that you don't have to pay for. Google Mail, all of these things. You don't have to pay for Google. You don't have to pay for Google searches, and you're saying, "Wow, they're giving it to me for free." And the reason they give it to you for free because they're using you to get your data. Not to do bad things, but to sell your information, to sell your name and address so that you can get bad phone calls all day from people bothering you with stuff that you're not interested in. And then when you go to a search, people, they, they know the algorithms see what you're interested in. And so then that sends the message to the people who are selling the product you're interested in is to come after you. It's marketing. Marketing 101, and they do a great job of it. 
But if you think you're getting this for free and your Gmail and your Google searches and everything else and your Facebook likes, they're doing it because they want to make money, not because they love you. We're the only people that love you. We'll take you with all your imperfections. We'll take you despite your lack of bits some days. We don't judge. And we'll take people even if they've been kicked off Twitter, like this gentleman right here. Gentlemen? We have gentlemen that listen to the show? No, I'm saying it loosely. You mean this is the guy from the storm thing that was talking about putting ice cubes? Is that the guy we have on right now? Uh, I think he's a relative. The guy that you saw in the video talking about that we have an Air Force? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dean from Clearwater, the star of the uh, video where he's saying the Air Force should put ice on the hurricanes to cool off the water. Dean, congratulations, man. That was a tremendous, tremendous performance by you over the weekend, sir. I, I love you too, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so did you enjoy your time off? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we walked so much, we were wiped out, but it was, it was fun walking. You know, when you go on trips, like you go to oh, Disney, yeah. and you walk around all day, and at the end of the night you're tired, but you're happy tired. You're not, like, tired exactly. because you're digging you're right. ditches tired and, you know, and you're busting your ass tired. But even though you walk around, I feel, I feel great because we got a lot of exercise. You know, when you walk, 10, awesome. mi- you walk 10 miles a day and you're doing it because it's fun, it's, it's better. But going into a gym and walking on a treadmill 10 miles is not fun because you're in the same stinking <laughs> little smelly gym with all these other people around you. And then when you're done, you're miserable and you realize you just spent an hour inside walking for an hour and not going anyplace. When you're out on vacation well, you know, and you're walking all day, you feel better even though you're tired. Can you limit your time off going forward? Because now I had three hours during my day that I did absolutely nothing and sat there and listened to you, and I could sell that to my wife that I was listening to you for three hours. Well, now when you were no longer in the air and I wasn't listening to you for three hours, she told me I had to go find a job. You went out and found a job? No, she said I had to. So I told her, no, Tony's coming back tomorrow. I'm still going to, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, like your wife will tell you to get a job and you'll go and do it. Anyway, hey, listen, Tony, you ain't going to believe this shit. Them cocksuckers on Twitter <laughs> booted my account. What? I, I, did they boot? Now, wait a minute. Did you, get, did you get shadow banned? Because I've been twice. I've had a 12-hour suspension. One was actually more than 12 hours when they said that I lied about my age on my Twitter profile. And you know what I did? I, I didn't change anything. I went into it, and I put the date of my birthday in. And when I initially made a mistake... It claimed that I was trying to lie, that I was not 18, even though I had an account for, for at least, I, had an, I started my account in 2009, 10 years ago, and then I went in there and cleaned up my, uh, my profile, and because I made a quick mistake and changed it back, they claimed that I was lying about my age and was not old enough to have a Facebook account, even though I'm sure they knew, or Twitter account, that they knew in their algorithms that I had been on there since 2009 and have over 60,000 followers. I mean, how can they know that? They can know a person does one word or has the one wrong word in their tweets. And I'm not even talking about profanity. Somebody threatens somebody, they should be thrown off. But the people that get thrown off, you're shaking your head and you're saying, what did I do? Are you, and I had to prove to them. I had to make a copy of my birth certificate and then send it to Twitter to prove to them that I was over 18. Now, Dean, what did, you, what did they claim that you did to cause you to be kicked off? And, well, actually, they, they me once before because I uh, got on Jamel Hill. 
And so I got bounced for that, and they told me, go delete that tweet about Jamel Hill, and you'll be suspended for 24 hours. And so I did it in 24 hours and let me back. This time there was no 24-hour thing that, that they usually tell you, that you've been suspended for 24 hours. It says your account's been suspended. And so I have, like, had a setup. So once they do to you, you can't get back on with your phone number or your Internet because, you know, you're booted. They won't let you back on. So you've got to go create a new phone number. You've got to unplug your Internet from your, you know, your, your box for about five hours, and then it'll, it'll reset your router, you know, your IP for address. you. Right, so you can. So then I can go create another fake account. So I I can't go back to them because I have no longer access to that email. And so now I there's no. How do I get back in touch? Is there a way to go to Jack and tell him the like you know? Jack got but you didn't tell you Jack got hacked last week himself. Did you see that? The no, guy who so runs they, Twitter, somebody hacked into his account <laughs> right. and started printing That's all awesome. these racist words and right. stuff. And I actually found out what it was. <laughs> what it happened? wasn't his account, per se, that got hacked on Twitter. There is some kind of an app that allows you to post to Twitter from a phone number. And that phone number, his personal phone number, got hacked. And, and because that, he, then they were able to use this app to post from the phone number... To his Twitter, but the bottom line is, yeah. it came up as at yeah. Jack, and then it had the blue check mark. Correct. So people went, you know, because there's a lot of people who do fake accounts of different athletes and uh, media people, and they get tricked. I got tricked a couple of times early, but I now I make sure before I retweet something, you know, from fake writers and fake media people. Yeah. You know, people retweet that, and then they they, they sucker you in to biting. And I did it now, twice a couple of years T, ago. T Pereira one says that he got put in Twitter jail for a week for calling somebody a media whore. Well, yeah, well, see, here's what I did. The, the Washington Post put up a thing about coal miners that are now against Trump because they've lost a few jobs since, you know, he's mm-hmm. taken over. Uh-huh. But it was Obama who destroyed the coal industry, and Shannon Sharp had replied to the Washington Post, and so then I grabbed an article showing what Obama did to the coal miner, and all I said to him was, Obama destroyed the coal industry don't forget that, you liberal fuck. Now, see, you're going to get... Well, of course you're going to get suspended for that. I didn't... Come on, liberal fuck, and I spelled the F-P-H-U-C-K. Well, well, that's okay, then. <laughs> I mean... <that's> okay. <laughs> but still, I mean, come on, it's not like I threatened him, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, it's pathetic. No, I mean, it, there, there's definitely uh, a disparity on what people can say uh, for different things. The yeah. good news, though, Dean, as, uh, Bur- as Burton Gus points out, when Twitter suspended Dean, their stock jumped 23%. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, not hey, to I buy their, told you not to buy their damn stock. No, I do own their stock, and it's done very well for me. Thank you very much. And it's still climbing. I'd shut it down right now if I were you. Now, now, listen, I've, no, I've been suspended twice. I told you the first time was for age. And then recently, I don't even know what it was. And it wasn't even anything close to calling anybody a bad word, a bad name. I got people calling me bad names all the time. I got people threatening. And then I'll send I them. know. They threaten you. They and then I say, so I do. You know what I do? I do the old uh, uh, report as harmful or whatever. And I go through all the things. And that person never gets suspended even for 10 seconds. Right. It's pathetic. It's an outrage is what it is. You're damn right it is. It's an outrage. Uh, all right, anyway, so everything else, everything else good? I haven't talked to you in a little while. Yeah, you we're, we're good, wonderful? man. Don't I sound refreshed, Beautiful. invigorated? 
re-energized and all the other bullshit people say after they come back from vacation. But it wasn't, you know, it was, it was a staycation. Because what I like to do, we didn't get on an airplane. Nothing wrong with those. No. I mean, we stayed home, but we also we went, to, went to New York. We drove. We drove to D.C. Went to my son's hats, had crab cakes, hung out with the dog, with the chickens. I mean, I was one with nature, man. And I came up with a new word. Because my friends Johnny and Jackie were like, well, Tony, you're, you live in the city, so you're a, an urban dweller. But then you can go into the country and be one with nature. You could be out there with chickens picking eggs out of the hen house. You could be playing with dogs and running around. Right, Robin? So what's your yes. new name, Daniel? So the new Bull? name is, no, no, it's, it's Rule Urban. <laughs> I'm Rule, Rule Urban. R-U-L-U-R-B-A-N. So no, no, no. It's R. Let me write the Wait. word down. I'm going to create R, a new it word today. To R U R, right? Yeah. Root. Let's see. R U R. You know, people say. You can know, I right? find that? In, can I find it on the Urban Dictionary? No, but it will be there Google? soon. By the time they hear it today, <laughs> they will immediately go to it and change it. But it has to have a really completely different me- meaning than what it means. Root urban. No. Urban. 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 There you go. There you go. No, not Keith Urban. No, Rurban. 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 R-U-R-B-A-N. Rurban. See, so that's rural not and urban. Not Ruben. No, not not Ruben. Rurban. R-U-R-B-A-N, <laughs> which means that you're rural and urban at the same time. So you can go country when you need to be country. And you can fit in with all the boys and girls down there in the A little South. bit country and a little bit rock and roll. And then you can come to the city and be a real Get in city you guy. Fit in. You're damn right, man. Not Urban Meyer, of course. Well, thanks for checking in, that Dean. And I hope I and not Cole, not Cole Urban, who's back up with his hot girlfriend. So at least we'll have something to watch. And I hope when you he get pitches your, this, this uh, your Twitter ban fixed at some point. Hopefully, we'll see you back. Luckily, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to create another new one. I can see it already. Exactly right, man. Bastards. They are bastards. So anyway, all right, guys, have a good day. Rack that guy. Rack him. How about that word? R-U-R-B-A-N. I like, I like it. All you have to add is one letter now. Yeah. See, I was I like trying it. to combine rural and urban. Yeah, you were thinking, you were overthinking it. It's just way simpler. Well, I was driving, and I was thinking, I think yes. of this stuff a lot. And then you have to write it down now, before you can visualize it. I actually it. have a little bit of a, uh, a PSA for anybody that's visiting friends or family, especially family, and they're not home, and mm-hmm. they have swimming pools or hot tubs, and you decide to go hot, you, you decide to go skinny dipping while they're not there. We have a skinny dipping update. Um, in this day and age, when you go visit people's homes, um, they have cameras oftentimes that yes. you might not be totally like you need to think about the fact that they probably have cameras. Somebody's watching you. That somebody is watching you. And I did not take that into consideration <laughs> when we were at your son's house. And um, um, it was hot out. And I decided, Johnny, Jackie, you, me, we all were like, you know. I didn't go skinny dipping. I did not participate in this particular. Which I don't know, because usually you're right there, right there with everybody. But um, there's nobody around. It's dark. um, No neighbors to see. No, it's in the country. It's in the country. And um, Miss Robin... I, like I come inside, I come downstairs because all the bathtub, the, the the big towels for the swimming pool yeah. are downstairs in the living room. They'd set them out for us, and I thought, oh, you guys, so I took my clothes off, go run downstairs to uh, to get those towels, and you're like, Robin, what are you doing? It's like I'm getting the towels, 
And um, then you said you realize that AJ probably has cameras set up. I was like, oh, crap. So... Hopefully, so, I didn't. So what's the, what's the what's the moral to this story, or the, the immoral moral, to this well, story? Well, there's two. Uh, one is I hope I didn't scar AJ for life, and two, um, please, if you are in that same situation, remember that almost everybody has cameras now. Don't do what Miss Robin did. Don't do what I did. But Chisel uh, Chisel F29 says, uh, or it's it's Chris F29 says, love fat dipping because I ain't skinny no more. No, it's called chunky dunking. Chunky dunking? Chunky dunking. It's not chunky skinny dunking. Dunk. It's chunky dunking. I haven't heard that one before. Aren't those available at Dunkin' Donuts? Yes. I think that that's how we became chunky dunking. <laughs> no skinny dipping. It's chunky dunking. Um, Tony, speaking of nudity, yes. you know those Germans. They make good stuff, right? Well, of course. Well, in Germany... Out of all of the countries in the world, they have truly embraced nudity. Well, the Europeans all are not afraid of nudity like we are. Correct. I mean, I've been all over the world on nude beaches. People don't think twice of it. But in Germany, it's even more so. I think out of all, like like in the in France, they have uh, the nude beaches and. Um, there's if you go into a spa or something like that, there's there's these the steam rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, no big deal. Swanus. But in Germany, they have perfected and embraced the entire nude lifestyle more so than anywhere else. But they're not nudist per se, no. because there are still nudist colonies in this country. Yes. But, but in, in Germany, it's more mainstream. It's definitely more mainstream. Um, you can, like, they have the, their entire idea. They have they have vacations, nude vacationing, uh, nude ping pong, nude sledding, nude just about anything in Germany. We have video? <laughs> we don't have video. Well, this is... The worst this. part about going to a nude beach is when you get to the nude beach and you're thinking everybody on the nude beach is going to be hot and no. then you realize that they're not and no. you're like... Dude, I just walked a mile to come to this nude beach, and I don't really want to be here anymore. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, so just so that you know, if you're into nudity and you want to explore that side of yourself, go vacation in Germany, and um, you will find that nudity is definitely embraced there. Just a little FYI. You know why, Robin? Why? Because we are born nude. And we just decided to, somebody decided that we should be wearing clothes. And it's usually designers and people who keep suckering people into spending enormous amounts of money. Well, there is a for things that they can't afford and really don't need. That's different. We don't wear clothing to protect us from the elements. We wear clothing to show off or to tell people that we have more money than Well, you. here in the... I, I gotta say, Americans are so screwed up about the whole... Because they, they think about sex a lot. They talk about sex a lot. They they have hang-ups about sex a lot. But then when it actually comes down to sex, they're totally screwed up and prudish about it. It's weird. What's wrong with you people? Just saying. I had to play a little Rockwell. Remember this song, Robin? Somebody's watching me. And I have no privacy. Oh, oh. Whatever happened to Rockwell? Somebody's 
Not Norman Rockwell. I mean, he was a classic. So, should we go to Florida really quick, Tony Bruno? We just did with Dean. Is this better than Dean? This is better than Dean. All right. Let's go to Florida. I actually, because I have two. I have two, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the regular update first, and then I'm going to give a PSA for... A for, bonus Florida... I'm going to do a bonus Florida a double update. double shot Florida Tuesday. <laughs> well, you know, we've been gone for a week, so there's all sorts of things that... Um, and, and this is close Down to you. Down to Florida We welcome you to the Sunshine State They're kicking back and soaking up the rays Florida Now, ladies and gentlemen, she's been naked down there in Florida. Let's go down to the Tampa area where we will go to... Hernando County. Uh, I guess so. Robles Park Village, which is an apartment building. That's Robles Park. Is that how you say I it? I think so, yes. Okay. Well, it's it's in the Tampa area. It's a, a Tampa apartment complex. And when I first read I this. I saw that on Live PD one night. I think. When I first read this, I really seriously went, have you idiots not learned anything from the original Poltergeist? The original, Hello? not the remake, the second, third, and fourth remakes of no, Poltergeist? No, the very first one, which was the most effective. But um, there was some construction happening in this particular... Um, that had been around for how many years? I don't know. Um, and they found that when the apartment building was built, in there used to be a cemetery right. there. There's a lot of that stuff. Yes. There's either a cemetery or a sinkhole in Florida. But when, this is exactly what happened in Poltergeist. Rather than go through the expense of moving all the graves to a different location, they only removed and moved the headstones, and they found all the graves underneath this entire Dude, apartment complex. Were they swimming or uh, digging this is for exactly, a swimming pool? This is exactly what happened in Poltergeist. No, they were digging for a swimming pool in Poltergeist. But yeah, and the, but the entire uh, neighborhood that they were in was over a American. Yes, Indian but they didn't native. know in the, in the movie. They didn't know that they were building on top of graves. But the, Until they were in the mud and then the, the body started coming out. The, whoever built the apartments did know that. They did know that. But the family who moved in there did not. So as you can see by this lovely photograph, look at all the graves. This is just in one Well, you have area. to be watching us on the Twitch channel to see. Well, I'm assuming that most people it um, are. And so look at, look at all of them. That a is a blue lot. Blue tarps of, down there. Those aren't blue tarps. This is just an image showing all the different uh, graves that they so far have found. So those are dug up graves, and now they've made them blue? I don't understand the blue because I haven't seen the picture is, in full size. It is size. a computer imaging showing that this is where the these are the graves that they have found so far. With Did they use those, LIDAR? Yeah, yeah they LIDAR. used one of those LIDAR that's a, things. That's ground-penetrating radar. And this is, these are the historical maps of the former Zion Cemetery. And, and this is where an apartment complex is being built or no, what or is there? No, it is there. It so is there's not. buildings actually there where it looks like grass. No, there are. These are the ones that they found so far, and then there's more graves underneath the apartment. Oh, okay. Because they, they, and they were told that the all the graves had been removed and put elsewhere, but they only put the headstones elsewhere. Lying they neglected. Bastards. So I'm telling you. 
this is we're going to hear about crazy shit happening. This happens there. all the time. This isn't just a Florida thing. It happens in cities like Philadelphia when they dig up streets right near the uh, the Liberty Bell. They dug up the street and found the residents under there. I know. They're finding archaeological relics everywhere. Dead people, dead bodies. This is a bad, bad omen. Bad. Look at. Okay, hold on a second. I'm gonna actually show even more. So this is everywhere. When when you scroll through these, so this is the apartment complex, and you see all the different graves. So those are like parking driveways. Driveways. And so in the driveways, they there. use the lidar, ground penetrating radar. Obviously, they can't do lidar underneath the homes right now. No, but they can do it underneath, obviously in fields yes. and under uh, under parking lots. Anything that's ground, they can go through it. Or even in the woods. They can they can fly above the woods mm-hmm. with ground penetrating yes. radar and see what's beneath all the trees. So far, Dean says that they've found 120 bodies. Dude. Yeah, dude is right. That's what people did. They had property, they buy a couple acres of land, you know, when there was nothing there, and then they just build those over it. Spirits are going to be They angry. are. Those if those houses aren't haunted, there aren't any angry, haunted houses. Angry, 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 angry spirits. Now Especially if they're Native American grave sites and people build over it. Bad shit always happens there. Well, that's what the whole poltergeist. Unless they build a casino on. over it, then everything's good. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now this is the second half of the uh, Florida update because we are concerned with our brethren and our fans and our loved ones that are not down just there. in Florida, but all up and down up the and eastern down. seaboard. Um, I have eleven. And in the Bahamas. I this is a PSA. I have eleven hurricane household hacks that would make. MacGyver, incredibly proud. If you are preparing for the hurricane, you know it's coming your way, and you are concerned, here are several things that you can do to make yourself safer for you and your animals. Um, now, if you are in, you know, because a lot of the, you know, a lot of this country is in tornado areas, and those people right. know what to do. Yeah, but these on are the coasts, remember, hurricanes normally only affect the coastal areas, the Correct. east coast and the west coast. They have typhoons and other places. But weather anomalies like this, whether this, the hurricanes are normal occurrences every year. Right. The but severity and the number that. of so them. So here's the thing. So if you know that the hurricane is coming and you're probably going to be losing power or you're concerned about losing power, um, here's a trick. You put a penny on top of – so you put a cup in the freezer. What kind of cup? A uh, plastic just a regular, cup? Regular Not a glass plastic, No, yeah, plastic cup um, and water, and you freeze it. And then you put a penny on top of the frozen water. Right. Okay? Then you put it back in the freezer. And if you lose power, if the penny, when you open up the freezer again, so, because sometimes the power will get lost and then it turns back on, right. and you don't know how long the power correct, is out for. Correct. If you come back and the frozen penny is now at the bottom of the cup, you know that your food was unfrozen long enough for that penny and that cup to completely defrost. How deep? How many ounces of water, though? Well, you I just, mean, the just, thickness of the ice, it has to be solid. Right. It, has to, it should be at least an 8 to 16-ounce cup. Well, that's a big difference between 8 and 16 ounces, Robin. But I agree. That's twice as much water. But if it, if it was unfrosted and that penny sunk to the bottom right. of the cup, then you know, throw that food out. It was defrosted for What happens if it was the long. only food you have and it doesn't smell bad and you can cook it? I still wouldn't take a chance. Do you really want to get botulism? Um, you can charge your smartphone with a battery. Did you know that? 
With a regular battery. Regular kind of battery. Nine, nine volt. Nine D, volt battery. Nine volt battery, not a DC, double A, triple A. Nine volt battery, charging cord, cigarette lighter type charger, a spring from a ballpoint pen and tape. And then there's directions on here if you but but you can tape that all together, put your charger on there, and you will be able to get almost a full charge. You from can a get the show battery. too if you put it the right way. Yes. You just turn it around and then you make an antenna. But you know, before we get out of here, and then I want to bring I gotta get Johnny down here. What are they doing upstairs? I have no idea. Hold on, I'm you can make lamps. I will post this link if you are interested, but um, you can do all sorts of things with uh, DIY. Now here's another one. Did you know that a washer, washer and dryer, the barrel in a washer makes right. a really great beer cooler? Anything makes a good beer cooler, right? But this is but but it's insulated. So Hey, what happens put, if you got to wash some clothes? Oh, you mean if you're out of power and right. you just put ice in put, there? Put ice in there. Yeah, and you can put everything. You can put your it. milk in, not just beer. Store. You think people only care about beer if they're losing power in their homes, even if but they're in Florida? Could be other stuff, too. Here's a really great idea. Um, store important documents in a dishwasher because it is waterproof. Mm -hmm. No water is going to get in Which should we put in, in there? Important documents. That you put you like your... Your bouillon, your gold cubes, your no, the petite watches, and paperwork that if you don't have a safe, all a my Disney safe. stock certificates, all my uh, let's see, my 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 uh, savings bonds, my triple E savings bonds, all those things. If you don't have my a birth safe, certificate. If you do not have a waterproof safe. Put it in the dishwasher, and that'll keep it safe. Here's another one for your pets. A lot of pets. Get really, really stressed out, and when they're stressed out, they have a hard time going to the bathroom. Especially if they're really used to going to the bathroom on grass. Some some dogs, especially, don't know how to go to the bathroom on anything except for grass. Mm -hmm. And when they can't, they don't go, and they just hold it in. Put some grass, some sod, in a little um, area, and in, in in one of those uh, baby pools. Yeah, you know that you get for wal at Walmart for five bucks. Put some sod in there, and then you can have a little indoor grass area for your dogs while they're. Why not just get some astroturf? Why go get real grass? I don't know. It's a good idea. So lots of really great ideas. Look it up. The Orlando Sentinel has um, DIY hacks for hurricane surviving. Beautiful. And we wish you all good luck, and we hope it is not as bad as it has been. Well, it's down to a, it's down to a three, I guess. And, and again, we're going to find out. It's moving up the coast. It was moving very, very slow. That's the one thing about this one, having tracked all these hurricanes my entire life, living on the East Coast for most of it, is that these things usually move quickly and make landfall and then start losing power before they move up and give you rain on the East Coast. And we'll get rain here by the end of the week probably here up in the Philadelphia area, up New Jersey, north, all the way up to Boston, and we'll see how that will affect the uh, – it's not going to affect football games because they play in the rain. And I doubt by the time it gets all the way up here, we're not going to have the same type of situation where you're going to have dangerous conditions. Now, the Atlantic City Boat Show, the in-water one, is this coming weekend down there in the marina in Atlantic City. So, again, is that going to affect the boats? No, because they're in water. But it's going to probably affect people who want to go down there if it's really, really heavy rain. That doesn't, you know, people love boat shows. I love boat shows. But people don't want to go down to a boat show if it's raining hard and you got to go out in the rain and then why, climb onto a boat. Speaking of boat shows, why would people want to stay in their boat if there's a hurricane coming? They don't stay in their boat when there's no, a hurricane No, there's like coming. I read a couple of articles about people that wanted to stay in their boats. 
that's just crazy as far as I'm concerned. No, whenever, then when, you know, when I had my boat down here in Margate in New Jersey, whenever we had hurricane warnings and strong winds, I go down there and you, die, you, know, you either pull it out and put it up on blocks and cover it up, or you go down there and put more lines. If you're on a floating dock where the whole dock goes up and down, you just add more lines to it and you secure it safely. Is it going to survive a hurricane? It depends. Well, we're not getting Cat 5s up here. Speaking of Cat 5s, a man who is a diver, a man who's a boater, a man who's a friend, and a man who keeps looking at the TV screen instead of looking at it. Were you sleeping up there, John? I took a nap. You look like you're getting get close to that damn microphone now. I took a nap. I feel refreshed. You look like you're shot, John. Are you shot? Shot? Yeah. Well, I've had a busy 10 days. <laughs> All the way up from Palmdale, California, up there in the hot desert. Johnny, I'll say one thing about Johnny and Jack. You're good friends. They don't like the humidity, Robin. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. Right, John? That's a fact. We don't have that in Palmdale. What do you have up there, though? Dry heat. It's a dry heat. I say that all the time. When I moved to L.A. for 11 years, the first thing that I had to acclimate myself to was the lack of humidity. And that's when I developed kidney stones because I wasn't drinking enough water. And so when you sweat... It's not like here when you sweat where everything gets wet and your shirt. When you sweat out there, it evaporates right away. Yeah. You can take clothes right out of the uh, dryer and they're dry. Exactly right. <laughs> so, John, now the, the other big story over the weekend in addition to the hurricane is the dive boat off of Santa Cruz Island. And it's funny because we were talking to my son and his, and his next-door neighbor about diving because you did a lot of snorkeling and diving, scuba diving with your wife, Jackie. Yeah, We've been to Catalina. Johnny's a dive master. Dive master. Yeah. Uh, we've been we've been out to Catalina Island on his boat, the Lady Good Diver, not named after the uh, nudity uh, characters, right? No, no connotation there. It's actually named after my wife hearing what something wrong, and we named we're scuba divers, but she came up with the name Lady Good Diver. I like that Lady Good Diver. Wasn't that a Beatles song? No, that uh, was that was Lady Good Diver. Good Diver. I know, but it's a joke, Rob. Also, great chocolate. Good Diver chocolate. Yes. So anyway, so. We're talking about you know scuba diving and going off uh, down in Santa not Santa Monica but Marina del Rey where your boat is. We'd go out into the uh, Santa Monica Bay and all the way to Catalina Island, and the water is really remarkable there. And you scuba dive there and you go down and get lobsters. And the water is colder out there. And we're talking about diving on the West Coast versus snorkeling in the Caribbean where we've been and all the other warm water. The water's colder, but the area in Santa Cruz, which is north of where you go. Santa Cruz Island, and where this dive boat, you have been on this dive boat, the one that caught on I fire have, and yeah. resulted in the, in the death of 25 so far, and they're still looking for nine missing people. Yes, I have been on that boat. It's a great dive um, charter that they have out there. Um, they've always seemed competent to me, and uh, I was shocked. I mean, it's a great boat that, that went down. And one of the things I read is that the boat is primarily a, it's like renting a cheap hotel. You're going on there to sleep. It's not a luxurious, you don't have luxurious accommodations. You're a legit diver. You go out there, you spend your money, you go down in the cabin, you sleep overnight, you get up and you go out and dive, right? Yeah, it's not even a cheap hotel. It's, it, it just it's hot, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's not comfy, cozy. It's hard to sleep on there unless you've had a full day of diving. But uh, typically what they do is they park in the uh, marina the night before they go out on a multi-day trip like right. they did here. and Because this is a big boat. This is a 75-foot boat, so they put a lot of people down below. Yes. And they had five crew. Now, people were criticizing the crew members because the five crew members, when this fire started, 
were able to get off the boat, and then the people who were down below sleeping were the ones who obviously died, 25 of them for sure, nine missing. I don't know how the nine missing people, where they could have gone, and sadly it's probably they're going to probably wind up being found somewhere, right. and they're not going to be alive, yeah, I would sad. think. Yeah, it's, it's been years since I've been on that boat because I have my own boat. I've had my right. own boat for 14 years, so it's been that long that I've been on their boat. But uh, from what I remember, the, the crew actually slept in a different compartment. Right. And I only remember one way out, but I think they had, you know, um, emergency exit. But I don't remember fully, but I do remember that it was, it was a great, uh, and it probably still is, I would say that it still is a great uh, uh, yeah, dive operation. They're competent. And now, people are commenting. On, it says, uh, Johnny's a dive master. Jackie must be happy about that. And that's a different <laughs> kind of dive master. Than that. Come on. But Although, I, I, from my, my sources tell me that uh, she probably is happy. But Jackie's a professional diver, too. Right, Jackie? That's correct. Now, how, how far down have you gone? How low can you go, Jackie? <laughs> No, this is a legitimate dive question here. I feel like I'm Lloyd Bridges on Sea Hunt. You guys are too young for that. Remember Lloyd Bridges, his two sons? Yeah. They had their first TV show. was called Sea Hunt. Yep. And they would scuba dive every week and go down and get criminals with stupid, uh, what do you call it? Spear, uh, spear right. guns. They'd be cutting each other's hoses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> every... Have you ever cut his hose while you're diving, Jackie, like they do in those movies you when know, they're down there? It's tempting, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you even That's cut a hose now I'm anymore? Kidding. Aren't they pretty rigid? I mean, you're not going to get a knife and cut the, somebody's no, you oxygen. You can cut them, yeah. You can cut them? Mm-hmm. Why haven't they made cut-proof uh, stupid dive gear? I don't think it's been a, a problem. You know, <laughs> I don't were, think people were, are going around cutting each other's right. hoses. Well, you never know. I mean, they have, they have the, uh, the chain mail outfits for when you're diving in case a shark comes after you, right? Isn't that what it's called? They do have that. but I've Chain mail? It's funny. I've got 250 dives in Southern California. I've never, ever seen a man-eating shark. I go to Hawaii, jump in there, I see a white-tipped shark diving underneath. Not that that's necessarily man When we were snorkeling down in the British Virgin Islands, there's a, t- there's a ton of white-tip and black-tip reef sharks. They're not, all, they're not necessarily going to attack you just because they're there. Right. They're well-fed. Exactly. Now, you guys are heading back to California tonight. Now, did you have fun on the 10 days? We did a lot of stuff. Yeah, we got the Tony Bruno and uh, Robin, uh, Miss Robin tour of the East Coast. That yeah, was great. It was amazing. What was your favorite part now? I feel like we're doing the recap show here. Mm-hmm. New York, you had a lot of fun in New York. World Trade Center. Yeah, the World Trade Center, Tower One, uh, and the Empire State Building. That was my, you know, because I've never been there. The what about the Statue of Liberty? Well, those two. I okay. took a picture of each from each other. I, like when I was in the World Tower, I took a picture of the Empire State Building, then I went to the Empire State Building. Yeah, because the Empire State Building right in Midtown, yeah. and then World Trade Center down at, at the end of the island. It was very so cool. you get two different yeah. perspectives, and you can see everything. It's just, it's just great. Although the, the statue, the uh, Empire State Building is a ripoff. It's like $85. Robin orders the tickets online, and then I see a bill for $360 for four people. I don't want to buy the Empire State Building. <laughs> I wanted to just go up to the top of it. Yeah, when I used to, to go them. as a kid, it was free. Now it's like sixty dollars, and then somehow Robin ordered the VIP, so we get Which in. I and we give not, we give the them way. our passes, and the one, and the guy says to Jackie, who was the first in line, "Hey, do you know where you are? Do you know where you're supposed to be?" And I'm looking at Jackie, and I'm, I thought he was doing, you know trying to hit on you, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, "No, where are you supposed to be?" He says, "You're over there on the red carpet," and there wasn't a lot of people, so we moved over to the red. Oh, we're VIP. I said, how do we get VIP uh, tickets? I oh, they must know me. Do they know who I am? Then I realized 
Robin, when she ordered the tickets online, ordered VIP tickets, and there were 85 bucks a piece if to I go up to the stinking Empire State Building, for Christ's sake. It was inadvertent, no, and it was I not needed. I didn't order it because I even, I even specifically said we do not need them because all of the TripAdvisor comments said you do not need the VIP. Well, then why blah, did you blah, blah. buy the VIP? I didn't. I don't know how it happened. I'm going to have to call them and find out. Damn it, Robin. I Damn know. it, right. $85 to go up to the Empire State it's Building? Ridiculous. Now, they do have a cool, like, uh, there's one spot where you stop at the 79th floor, and they have King Kong looking in the window, and there's, like, the big right. fake hands. Because they had to do that, because when the World Trade Tower was built, the new one, I mean, it's state-of-the-art. You know, you go in there, the elevator looks like you can, you're looking at the top as it goes up, and you're going up 100 and whatever, 101. So the Empire State Building did it up, too, because they're not going to charge you just to go in there and get in an elevator and go up. If I want to do that, I'll go to the Tower of Terror at Disney. No, go up and then fall a couple times and get the hell out. You know what I mean, John? Yeah, I do. Now, Jackie, uh, Cujo knows wants to know is what's your favorite motorboat? <laughs> motorboat? Jackie, I hate to do it to you. Uh, you Mine. Can... <laughs> 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 oh, that's a, that one got me stumped. <laughs> Now, Captain Stabbin, we've talked about, about we never saw him down in the marina, though, right, John? Because that's where Johnny and Jackie and I met. I was, I was hanging out in the marina. I lived right near there. They had their boat at the marina, and I was a boat guy. I loved going by the water and hanging out. Met Jackie and Johnny. We became friends. We said, hey, you want to go out to Catalina? We'd go out to Catalina. It was a lot of fun. We drank a lot of wine in Catalina. Those were fun trips, John. Yeah, I did one of, one of your shows in San Francisco from the boat as we got on. Yeah, I did, I did my KNBR hit with Gary Radnich from Johnny's boat heading to Catalina Island. It's phenomenal. Even yeah, Robin's been to Catalina. Because you were the only one on your phone that had service. Exactly. <laughs> my phone was the only one. Back and I had day, Sprint huh? back then. And Sprint was the only one that would work in, in the Los Angeles, Marina del Rey, Venice Beach area. I come back to Philly and Sprint's the only one that doesn't work here. So I had to switch service. And you know what that is, don't you? It's an outrage. It's an outrage, is right. <laughs> Washington, what was your favorite part of Washington? Uh, D.C.? Yes, that know, Washington. What, yeah, no, Not George I, I Washington. I wasn't asking, I was saying. That was my favorite part. Uh, I don't know. Um, I would have to say the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Yeah, we went to Arlington. Yeah. Every time we go to Washington, every time I go, I always make sure, even because you can't go there enough times. Now, Lily's up because she always gets ready to come at the end of the show. She usually sits up here on the counter. Uh, but the um, Arlington National Cemetery, for anybody who's not been there, if you go to Washington, D.C. and do like a sightseeing thing, you've got to go there and see the Tomb of the Unknown and obviously JFK and uh, his family with the eternal flame going there. But the Tomb of the Unknown, and we were lucky this time because they did have a wreath-set laying ceremony in addition oh, to the amazing. changing of the guard. And then they play taps, and it just gets me every single time. Anybody who's ever lost someone who's been in the military, my dad, I still have my dad's flag up there. Anybody who's ever been handed a flag after a funeral, and my dad didn't die in active service. Johnny was in the Navy. So you know about the military feeling and the, and the, and the reverence that they have. Oh, yeah. And the reverence that those people who are buried in Arlington truly deserve. And now, Lily, they know you're leaving. See, they're really crying. Did you hear the yelling, Lily, on the mic? Lily? She Lily? Wants, she's like, I need attention now. Lily, come here. The best part of the, uh, for, my, for me, the best part of Philly were those pastrami sandwiches. I know. Robin didn't lie. We took him to Reading Terminal Market. Herschel's. Oh, yeah. Herschel's in the Reading Terminal Market, the greatest Reading. pastrami sandwich. 
outside of uh, New York City. It's even better than some of the pastrami sandwiches Robin's had in New York. Absolutely. And I'm not a big pastrami guy. No, it wasn't the Catalina wine mixer. Have you been on the Catalina wine? That's, no, the Catalina flyer, right? Isn't that what that's called? Yeah. The boats that take you out there? Yeah, that's one of them. Catalina yeah. flyer. And what else? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what they're <laughs> all called. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few boats that go out there. But that's the one that we no, normally go on before we, did the, uh, before we did the boat thing, before we bought our boat. So she didn't want to go. She doesn't. She loves it down there. She's, she doesn't even <laughs> like being on the radio. She just likes being down around the show. You notice the other cats don't come down. Right. Riddle usually comes down and sleeps during the show. But then again, most of the listeners come down and sleep during the show, too. Well, guys, we're getting ready to get out of here now. They'll be leaving. They're heading back to the Palmdale. What time is your flight? It's delayed. What time is the flight, though? Eight. Eight now instead of 7.30? Yeah. Yes. 8.46. What's the reason for the delay? You're going west. They didn't say. I looked it up. They called me and said it was delayed as well. You know why? Because it's probably coming from the coming from another area on the East Coast where there's delays at all the airports, like Miami. Obviously, there's no flights going out of there. So you got to check if you're flying. Luckily, you're going out to good weather on the West Coast. Right. Well, thanks so much for coming out here, guys. It was great to see you again. Thanks for having us. Ten days. Ten days. Home. Tony's kicking us out. Get out. Get out. As my good friend Harry Mays would say, get out. I want to thank everybody who checked back in with us today. We had a lot of fun. We are refreshed. We are reinvigorated. Do I, do I feel and sound more alive right now, Rob? Yes. Even though we ran ourselves ragged, walked every day a lot, we're tired oh, at the end of the day. It was a happy tired, though. That's the thing. It was a happy tired. And that's, that's, that's my final thoughts for the day. If you're going to be tired, be happy tired. Don't be pissed off tired. Don't be unhappy, tired, and don't be retired unless you have a lot of money and you can afford to travel every stinking day because it's expensive out there. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's still the greatest place on earth. Am I right, John? That's right. God bless America. Damn right. America, John. America. America. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.